Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fast on Raw Dog Product Comedy Hits Channel 99 on the Fez show our first show back from Christmas vacation it's Wednesday March 25th that's right we've got the information correct on our sheet now Wednesday March 25th 2015 in the year of our Lord and if you're uh, Chinese it's actually called the year of the rice ball so pick one of those up if you have the opportunity you uh, ever had a rice ball, Fez? I have never had a rice ball. It's rice, but in a ball shape. So you can eat it, you can throw it, you can roll it. It's just so much damn fun. Is it in the same family as a Rice Krispie treat? Because I've had, is it stuck together by marshmallow? Because that I've had. No, it's nothing that people in Iowa eat. This is uh, something that I think that the Chinese try to sell the tourists. All right. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's our phone number. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. All right, okay, just put up some pictures, Fez, with rice balls with panda faces, which I've never had before. That is an adorable-looking dish. Well, there's only uh, 18 left on the entire planet. You see, they won't have sex with each other. Uh, By the way, if you won't have sex with each other, you should go extinct. That's my fucking opinion. Done. Over. You fucked up. It's not like we killed you. You just do not know how to go on and procreate as a species. Uh, Fez Watley gave me a little news today before. Well, I will tell you this before we get into that. I'm a little miffed at you, Fez. I got a problem with you. You just walked by me on the street today without saying hello. I didn't even see you on the street. Now, okay, I want you to take a... Because I, I was so mad at you that I just snapped your picture. Oh, God. It's my worst fear. Uh, come and look at this, okay? This guy, he just walks by me. I took a creep shot. <laughs> okay, seems to be really enjoying it. <laughs> it's funny. It's a good candid shot. That's me? Oh. Yeah. All right. If you showed me this and said, it looks like something someone would have sent in saying... That's Fez. Right. Does it look... <laughs> yes, that's why I took the creep shot. Because the guy looks so much like you. Oh, I'm... All right. Do you think it's you? 
I thought it was me. <laughs> Do you know you're not wearing that? <laughs> it looks like my coat. It could be. So you really think this looks like you? Yeah. I would put this up on the internet, but I just... It's not fair to put up creep shots. But, okay, run that into the into the other studio for me. Show it around. Let everybody enjoy. Let everyone jerk to it. Uh, so you honestly thought that that was you? I thought that was me because I was out walking this morning. It looks nothing like your coat. You know what your coat looks like. That's a sweatshirt that that person's wearing. Oh. And no, it's not you. <laughs> Studios leaping up and down, just enjoying themselves. Now, Fez, you told me before the show you're doing a very strange... Th- Why are you upset? Why are you upset? Why did that make you upset? Just stupid. I took a picture of a guy who looks like you, but you know it's not you. Do you wear those glasses? And did you really think that your hair is that white and you're... You I thought maybe it was the way the, the sun was catching it. <laughs> Just crazy to not know who you are. But anyway, there is uh, somebody who looks exactly like you stalking the streets. And it's frightening. Um but you told me something crazy before the show today. You you fired your therapist how many years ago? Um, oh, about a year ago. Well, I thought it was longer than that. No, not quite a year ago. Okay. So which therapist is this? This is the woman therapist. Take, take me through your last three ther- therapists so I can catch up. All right. This is the woman therapist on the Upper West Side. Okay. Before that was the gay male therapist in Union Square. Uh-huh. And then the one before that was the one up near Columbus Circle who dealt with creative types. Um, that woman. Oh, that was... Who was recommended by somebody. By the daughter of a very famous... Creative uh, type. Creative type. And you thought, well, I'll be in, and I'll be at the same place Woody Allen goes to. All right, so you just decided you've got some issues now that you want to deal with, right? Yeah. These are not or the exact same as what you had a year ago. Yeah, it's slightly different, but basically the same stuff. Now, when you fired Depression. her a year ago, I remember you told her, I don't think that you can help me. Right. Now, of all these social problems that you have, that I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. Here's one that I would have. Firing someone a year ago and then going back and saying, I was wrong, I need you. That's the thing I would go out of my way not to do. And then this is one you have no problem with? Um, I... I was really embarrassed to contact her again. Right. But the process of getting in to see a therapist in New York City. Now, this person that couldn't help you, mm-hmm. you believe can help you now? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm going in there, believing and hoping, yeah. But that would mean, now you were with her for how long? I was with her probably a good two years. All right. In those two years, you said you never got helped by her, right? Right, yeah. Nothing was moving along. All right, so... Two things, I mean, there can only be two things that you believe have changed. Either you think somehow she's gotten better 
in the past year. I don't know if she's taken any courses in yeah, the past year. Yeah, you would have no information there. Or you would think that you got better in the past year, but if that was the case, why would you need a therapist? Right. This is a very strange thing. Um, the most I can equate it to is when people date their crazy ex-girlfriends, and they think like, well... There was some good times. You know what I mean? Like, you broke yeah. up with a girl, and a year goes by. Now, okay, I'm going to ask you right off the bat. Could no you problem. do this? Could you go back to the therapist that you said could not help you? Yeah, I think, yeah, I could, because I feel like I would have grown, most likely, and seen the value within that therapist, because clearly something would have changed after going to that therapist. All right, I'm going to check with Fez. Do you feel like you've grown in the past year? No, just the opposite. I feel like I've gotten worse than I'm crawling back. <laughs> I give you credit for this one, dude. This was this is one I don't think I could do. Not only that, but if I ran into someone that I had fired a year ago, like I was at the mall, I would act like I didn't hear them saying my name. You know what I mean? I would just sure. keep going. Um, it, it has taken me weeks to get up the nerve to contact her. Yeah. And then um, left a message when I knew that she normally has uh, sessions or clients so that I could leave the message without talking to her directly. All right. I just had a text come in that the person sent me at 11.25. That's how long it takes for text to work. They might as well be telegrams. Bring that up with your therapist. Um, John in Kentucky. Ron, you know, I never thought it, but Fez is turning more and more into a woman. This is crazy pussy talk. Yeah, you're right. This is almost like she, like the, you're the crazy girlfriend, and you've gone back after a year. I was thinking of you as the dude, mm-hmm. you know, anybody who's going like gets drunk and goes back to their old crazy pussy girlfriend. But in this case, sometimes the crazy girlfriend does just show up out of nowhere. But are you going to say this isn't more like me making an emotional booty call? It, it there is some of that. There's no doubt about it. But you're doing it from the girlfriend point of view. Oh, of I need the, you. You're the, yeah, you're the crazy person. Yeah. There. Um, yeah, she was fine without me. Do you know what you want to get out of this experience with the therapist? Um, I just know that I want to... It's Before, when I talked to her, it was a lot more about anxiety. This will be a lot more about depression. I wonder if that's a step up or a step down. Uh, it feels like just a crazy move sideways. But would you rather have anxiety or depression? I would rather have the anxiety. Really? Yeah. The depression, oh, it's too, too, too dark. Yeah, but at least you can lay on the couch with depression. <laughs> anxiety, you can't You're fucking, pacing. You're pacing, you're... <laughs> Puking. Yeah, you just... Just that feeling to ever get and know that it's there all the time. Ugh. Maybe she'll tell you what's better, depression or anxiety. I'll ask. Sure. What do you have more success with? Um, Jason, Panic in Detroit. 
Hey, uh, good afternoon, Ron and Fez. Hey, Fez, big news last night. Mr. Brock Lesnar re-signed with the WWE, not leaving for the UFC, so there's going to be no crossover. Looks like you're going to shave that head for me, Fez. Now, when I went to his call, it said Brock Lesnar is resigning with the WWE uh uh, prior uh, to WrestleMania. The, so I'm it, like, Fez is right, but re-signing and resigning. Same spelling? Same spelling, but I re- uh, you know, it, you pointed it out. It looks the same to me. It looks like, oh, Brock Lesnar has bailed on the WWE yeah, a I week thought, before the match. I thought uh, it's going to be another situation where Fez Watley, modern-day Nostradamus. We'll see what happens. Anything can happen at WrestleMania. Not really. <laughs> I don't think anything could happen. I think we could find... The Undertaker caught on fire at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. I mean, things like that can happen. I didn't say they couldn't. But they're not going to find surviving people from that plane crash. No. There's a lot of things we can come up with that are not going to happen at WrestleMania. I got a little freaked out when Sam told me how long the whole process was taking. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. It's uh, an eight-hour day, according to Sam. Yeah, it's all pre-show, and then the actual night of WrestleMania, they add an hour to the show. It's a four-hour event. That's a little long. With a four-hour pre-show in front of that. Um, Hey, Charlie. Charlie, you're Ronnie B., Ronnie yeah. B, I get very scared when Fez goes home and doesn't turn the TV on. I used to imagine Fez just watching hour after hour, so the fact he's going back... Uh, carte blanche, no busting, Feds, great job. I apologize for constantly bashing you online. Have a great day, brother. Thank you. Yeah, that was a thank you moment. That was a thank you moment for you. I don't know that he constantly busted you online. I don't know who he is, but I'm sure I've noticed his comments. Right. He's probably Stank Fanga 312. Oh, are you going back because that guy sent you you should kill yourself? That's part of it, yeah. Eating, eating my sandwich or whatever his name was. Eating my sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. So this is big for you. Are you nervous or are you excited? Oh, I'm very nervous because there's just the whole social awkwardness of it besides even getting into any mental problems before any of that even starts. I should have brought that up earlier. To me, that was the awkward part of it. Going back to someone that you fired and said, I mean, I guess you have to say you were wrong. I mean, I was wrong. You were right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say that quickly and try to get down to business. All right. I'm going to make my prediction. You're going to come in. Do you lay down and do this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bet as soon as you lay down, she's just going to stand over and just, what did I tell you, motherfucker? I told you a fucking year ago that you'd come crawling back here, you piece of shit. Is is that the thing that I did my big detective work with you when you lost your dad's ring? That was the therapist before. All right, okay, you're going to love this story. So Fez comes in uh, to the show. Uh, I see him in the hall, and he's crying. Now, you know how rare that is. So I said, what's going on? And he goes, I lost the ring that my dad gave me. And, I, and I'm and i like, where is the last place you had it? He's here. And, you know, I'm going through. So I go like this. It's in the couch at your therapist's office. You laid down and it fell out there. Calls up the therapist, digs around, boom. It was there. 
Rockford Files, motherfucker. It was there. Oh, wow. I went right in the couch cushions. That's when I really feel like I should be a fucking detective. And when you gave me that reward money, because it was priceless, how much did you give me? I didn't give you anything. Didn't I even did. fucking offer, right? I <laughs> no, mean, you I didn't. Think. I hadn't put a reward up. But there was a big case that went out. I solved the case. You ever feel guilty about that? Like not even coming back in? The next day and saying, here, I baked you something or whatever <laughs> fucking people do that are nice. I feel guilty about all of it. Losing the ring, uh, every every aspect of the story. Well, don't feel guilty about that. I found it through my detective skills. But bring that up tonight. Say, this is why you're there for your therapy. What should you have done? Um, you solved the case before I could even get the uh, missing posters put together. <laughs> Mm. Um, here is, uh, Lois. Lois. Hey, what's up, guys? I got a spy report for you. Hey, man. You playing it? The spy thing? No. no. <laughs> All right, well, I didn't hear this is anyway, looking. Uh, the spy report is uh, ISIS has now taken over Tatooine. They're using the, the, the set for Tatooine as their uh, base of operations now. I think that that's. I think it's nice that someone's just using that property. You know, it's like yeah, now we got now we got drones and we got this going on. It's like the wars become Star Wars. Um, hey Tony, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, uh, that sounds great today. I just want to know: is this a Mickey Cox fit? Big ass prize closet. This is a Nikki Cox bit that she wrote for Fez. Right, is that it, Fez? Right, right. Did Nikki write this therapist thing for you? No, Nikki didn't write that. Brilliant! <laughs> Tell her the next bit she writes. Pepper it with some jokes. <laughs> I hate when I say Pepper it because it reminds us of Pepper. I saw him the other day. He's doing really good. Really fucking good. Looking well? No. Oh. <laughs> but he's doing good, not looking good. He looks exactly the same. So, big ass prize closet for Tony. Line five. Get something sweet. Uh, Janice wants to check in on you, Fez. Janice. Hi, Ronnie. Hi, Fezzy. Fezzy, I'm so happy to hear that you left that woman. <laughs> Because, you know, we, we, you don't really like women, and now you're going back to her? Yeah, I'm going back to her. I went to her because I had just finished with a man. Oh. And- <laughs> kind of disgusting. <laughs> Somebody, therapy. Somebody's bi crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. Since you do hate women, and you make all women into your mom... Isn't your therapist trying to become your mom figure? That's probably why she got fired a year ago. Mm. No, if it, no, if you really treated her like your mom, you would have taken her to fucking right-way conservative TV shows, <laughs> sit next to her holding a, her purse on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another thing, Fez. I want you to bring this up with your therapist tonight. So I was asking you about your niece, and you told me uh, that how many weeks that she had left before she has the baby mm-hmm. and you were saying how big she got right yeah so i said oh my god i can't even imagine because she's a tiny little thing i said you have any pictures you said no she refuses to take pictures yeah so i say that to my chick 
when I get home last night because she's been calling and checking in on the doula stuff. And I go, Fez was telling me that she refuses to take pictures. She goes, what? She's got the iPad. She just goes like this. She shows me her Facebook page. There's a picture in there every day. <laughs> There's close-ups. I, was to- I, wa- I asked for a picture, and I was told she's not doing that. I saw pictures from the 25th, the 24th. I saw her laying on the table with her shirt up with your sister there and her husband. Or soon-to-be husband, hopefully. Wow, that's what and, she's hoping for. Pictures of the baby's face. The the face work that they do now is unbelievable. Like, inside, inside, there's a three-dimensional picture of the face. Yeah, that one I've gotten. But I said... I- All you got to do is go to her Facebook page. There's a picture a day. That feels intrusive. Yeah. What? That's not a tr- Wait, am I being accused of something <laughs> for looking at a Facebook page that's open to the public? <laughs> so you have to bring that up yeah. to your therapist about how much you lied to me. So what are the stuff you're going to talk to your therapist about? Depression. No, forget that. Ring reward. The ring reward <laughs> goes up top, followed by always lying around about pictures. Baby photo lie. <laughs> that could be a great name for that baby. Look, everybody, it's baby photo lie. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, didn't I look like a nut when I went and repeated your lie to everybody? (laughs) What other lies you got for me, Fez, about the world being flat again? I fucking, I looked like an idiot at a bar once. I went and sailed (laughs) to the edge. Yeah. (laughs) You've already sailed to the edge of your own mind. And over. Here's what's going to be funny when you go there. You're still wearing the shirt. <laughs> From a year ago. I wonder if she'll notice. <laughs> she will. All right, Jen, it's good to talk and to you. A, can I say what a hero you are helping Sam like that? Because, you know, after so. my, my mother and father-in-law and me are gone, the whole family, the name is gone. So you're helping Sam Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. I, yeah, because there's not enough Roberts around the planet. <laughs> you can get them in any color. All right, talk to you later. All right, there's a guy named Johnny Wellhung who just wrote in, I'm going to be in New York this weekend. I'd love to take Fez out. Johnny Wellhung. I'm just going to write back yes. And don't. Give out, and give out your address. <laughs> don't. Don't have him pick me up at home. Oh, uh, he'll just he'll already be there when you come in. <laughs> um, Mike, Florida. Hey, what's going on, Ronnie? Yeah. Hey, I got a feel-good story for you. Baseball. I know you're a baseball guy. Good. Um, this kid out of Miami Hurricane, um, he had, last year, he had a had to have a rib removed in this past week. He went uh, four games in the past week and had uh, two doubles, a triple, four home runs, including two grand slams, 13 RBIs, and 23 total bases. Isn't that weird? He lost a rib but gained RBIs. You it's know what I mean? Crazy, there's right? got to be something that <laughs> we, we can work with. Weird. <laughs> uh, maybe it loosens up a little bit. I don't know. Why did they take his uh, rib out? Is it Marilyn Manson fan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's trying to, yeah. Remember okay. they would always say different stars had ribs taken out their bottom ribs? Yeah, 
Take it yeah, out. we know where they're going with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's something Dr. Steve would probably tell you. It's called a thoracic outlet syndrome, where there's the nerves between your collarbone and your top rib that start to pinch. And Tez might be able to appreciate this. Yeah, I would just recommend you stop wearing turtlenecks. <laughs> but I would do that to everyone anyway. Stop wearing turtlenecks. <laughs> no, but I thought you'd appreciate that. It's uh, that's that's a pretty impressive. Four game stout there. Oh, it's unbelievable. All right, cool stuff. Thanks. 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Uh, there is a story about this guy being kicked off an airplane. <laughs> this is so weird. It's up on the Interbank today. He was wearing a shirt that said Broad Fucking City on it. <laughs> now, I consider myself a TV fan. You know what I mean? But. A, where do you buy this shirt? And B, why would you think that it's for airline travel? Why would you think it would be cool with when you're around families? I don't have so much a problem with this shirt as other things that people wear on a plane. Uh, is this going to be a list? No. Another one to fill? No, I'm not no. saying that in a fun way. I'm saying it in a fun way. No, I mean, I would. Why is someone allowed to wear flip flops on a plane? Um, maybe because they don't say fuck. Now, flip flops make you upset. Why? It's just because then the shoes off and the flip flops because those it's tight quarters. Yes, I have a toenail collection, but I don't want to see other people's feet. But maybe they wear flip flops because they got to take their shoes on and off for the same reason that you're always thinking loafers when you fly. You know? Yeah. You you fly in slippers. Yeah, I've done that, but my feet are covered. So the, the toe is the thing to you. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, now, what about fingers? Do they grow shit out, too? <laughs> <laughs> They're basically the same thing. Those fingerless gloves. Put on, put on mittens. Hey, don't do the big J thing. You already got a beef with him. He's bringing a gay guy to turn you tomorrow, though. Well, how fucking ridiculous is that? You're going to feel better. I think I'm going to... What gonna, an asshole move. I'm going to put... Why are you upset? Because it's just ridiculous. Here, it's, oh, I didn't know that you were upset about it. I thought you were going to be happy. No, it's... it's. Oh, here, I can't possibly have bashed Fez on the podcast because, look, I have a gay friend, so that excuses me and I get to do whatever the fuck I want. No, the reason why he's bringing his gay friend is to teach you to be gay. I think this is going to go better for you than the therapist. I think it's just a nasty, nasty setup. I'm not looking forward to it. Really? Yeah. I, I thought that you would be so happy having another gay guy here. I think it's just to show me up. Here's here's a good... You're a bad gay guy, Fez. Here's a good one. I just thought of something. That shows me up now. If Big J comes in here with a cooler gay friend than I have, I look like the fucking loser. Yeah, he's trying That's to go true. after all of us. I didn't even know. To, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I say it is just a dick move. You love Big J. Well, we'll see what happens after tomorrow. Oh, stop! That's our best buddy. Don't put him in the Mikey D line. Nobody wants to be in the Mikey D line. Um, but here's uh, 
Right, so you don't like flip-flops on a plane, but you wouldn't have any problems with broad fucking city. I have no problem with, with a broad fucking city shirt. Now, what if you're with your little nieces and the guy sat next to you? Like, it isn't going to offend me, it isn't going to offend you, but you can understand when people are going around with kids. I mean, that's why we have the parental thing on this station. I mean, the very short amount of time that he's going to be going down the aisle, unless you're climbing, unless you're in the row in front of him and climbing over the back of the seat, or you're, you're not sitting, going to see this. Or sitting next to him. There's not enough room on a plane to turn right or left to pick this up in uh, peripheral vision. Somebody rather, must have seen it. I'd rather. Uh, I mean, the, the, if it can't be seen, someone saw it. It was the uh, flight attendants as he was trying to board this uh, flight. Why didn't he just wear his jacket? Apparently, this was given to him as free swag at uh, South by. Yeah, and he uh, his free. And now you realize they must be ecstatic. You know what I mean? Like, look how far this has gone for them. Now I'm like, I gotta see this fucking show. Sounds amazing. Alana Glazer from Broad City, she tweeted out support for him. Oh, nice. That she loves him. Um, But people show up on a plane in their pajamas. They bring their old drool-covered pillow with them. Put a ban on that germ fest. (laughs) Well, Grandma doesn't like people, huh? Everything's disgusting to you. Toes, pajamas. I mean, the pajama is weird because it is clothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you look at those people in India, to me, they look like they're just wearing around pajamas and house dresses. But over here, we're like, that's sleeping material. Get out of here. (laughs) You're not sleeping now. And the reason why they wear pajamas is because they're going to sleep. Yeah, but this is public transportation. This is where, you know, these are the same pajamas. Should you not be able to sleep in a plane? Should you have somebody come by, like, with a stick and just take the seat (laughs) like they used to in Times Square? I would love to be able to sleep on a plane. Um, Eating my sandwich is uh, tweeting some stuff. Wonderful. Um, yesterday, I eat my sandwich. Doctor, eat my sandwich. Said, "Hey, Fez, don't forget to jump off a bridge today." Today, Doctor, eat my sandwich. Says, "Hey, Fez, you should lay down in front of a speeding dump truck on your way to therapy." That's fucking cruel. That means they're listening right now. Yeah. You gonna bring that up to your therapist? Yeah. You gonna bring up Big J to your therapist? Oh yeah, yeah. Are you going to leave any time for the therapist to answer, or are you just going to go through your list? I should have submitted a questionnaire before I got there. What would you do if you get there? Your therapist is wearing flip-flops. Would that be good or bad? That would be bad. I would have to divert myself. Divert yourself. Divert my eyes. Oh, I thought you were going to fly to another airport. (laughs) I'm diverting the plane right now. Well, you want to look at him, case toes? No, I'm good. You sure? <laughs> Just seeing those toes would freak you out. Yeah, I, I have the feeling they're probably pretty hair covered. <laughs> so you hate hair? You hate masculine you things. Mas- <laughs> he <laughs> hates masculine things. You're sub- I want to go over this with the new improved gay guy that Big J's bringing tomorrow. 
Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. Why don't you just do this? Take the gay guy's advice and do all the stuff the gay guy tells you to do. I don't know what he's going to tell me to do. I'm sure Big J's setting him up with more jokes. Well, you got Nikki Cox. Yeah. So you're nervous about that? Oh, yeah. Are you nervous about Big J himself? Um, no, not so, I, not so much him. Just You liked him until he got a gay friend. I liked him until he, until he started, you know, thinking, oh, I'll come on this show that always puts him over and try to punk me. Wait, I don't even know what that means. He always gets a warm welcome here, but now he's got this punk stunt he wants to do to me. Uh, David, San Francisco. Come on, guys. Hey, Ronnie, I was in the grocery store the other day, and I saw these young girls walking around in their PJs, but then I turned the corner and there was an adult. Since when have become acceptable to wear PJs or pajama it's pants? The, it, it, it's from it's college. Well. It's because kids... They they do this at college where it's acceptable, and then they move to Brooklyn and they keep the college experience going. There's seven of them living in a fucking apartment like it's college. They go out to eat, you know, with PJs on. Um, we live, but see, here's the thing: since I'm going to say the 1960s, right? Formality, we start to push for comfort then, right? And now this is where, this is that sliding thing, that, that slippery slope that people don't believe happens, but it does. So now you walk down the street and there's a guy in a robe and fucking <laughs> pajama bottoms instead of, you know, wearing a suit to a baseball game. People, wasn't that long ago. Like people are alive now that remember when you would wear a suit to get on an airplane. And we start going, wait, this is crazy. This is uncomfortable. Let's get a little more comfortable. And now we're at broad fucking city on an airplane <laughs> and flip-flops with disgusting men and their disgusting hairy bodies, Fez, that turns you off. I wonder if the, guy, the, the new gay guy who's coming in tomorrow, uh, I think his name is Frez. I wonder <laughs> if he's going to be disgusted by men's bodies. Probably not. Just the thought of a man's body just turns your stomach, doesn't it? No. Save D it for dirty tomorrow. Dirty toes on a plane do. Save it for tomorrow. When Frez is here. <laughs> you know what he said that he is, too? And this is his language, not mine. A fraggot. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. Well, I got uh, that well, through Big are, J. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not shocked that Here's what this I think would is be something happen. that Big J would do. I think Big J is going to UCB, and he's hiring an improv guy to come in here with him tomorrow. <laughs> I want you to play a gay guy to tell Fez that all the stuff that I say is great. That would make sense. I'm sure he probably doesn't have a real gay friend. He does have a gay friend, Fezzy. You. We'll see after tomorrow. He's a, he's this is already, a cliffhanger. He's really, already the uh, the one out of the Legion of Skanks that hasn't reached out to me to apologize for the bashing he gave me. Um, Haven't well, heard anything from him, so I can only imagine this is going to be the two out of his one-two punch. So, uh, Dave Smith reached out to you? 
Dave Smith recorded something with Luis J. Gomez apologizing to me. So that's a reach out, in your opinion? Yeah, he put it out there. Mm. You're part of social media, then. It's uh, a lot more than Big J's done. That's true. Look, here's what I'm worried about. Sooner or later, Fez is going to turn on me because he's turned on everybody else that we know except for me. Will you ever do the heel turn for me? Should no, I be you're care- nice to me. You support me. You don't, you know, go on a podcast and start, you know, just bashing me, acting like you're my friend off the air and then doing that while you're on the air. I thought that was my actual job. <laughs> I thought I thought you were actually just reading me my job description. Uh, I know this. I'll never stand in front of a barber shop window when you're close to me, Fuzz, because I know that fucking Marty Jannetty heel turn is coming. <laughs> Which, by the way, didn't they turn the wrong guy heel? No one ever brings that up. I think it would have helped Marty's career a lot if he would have stayed face. No, if he would have stayed, if he would have gone heel instead of Sean. Mm. I don't think he could have pulled it off. Uh, Chris in Philly. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, quick question for uh, Fezzy here. Fez, you said you don't have a problem with the broad fucking city's t-shirt because right. nobody can see it. What if it? Uh, what if it had the other f word on it? Would that still be okay? Because no, that's highly it, offensive. But nobody's going to see it according to your logic, right? Uh, if anyone saw it, that would be a problem. That's an offensive term. But you? fucking is offensive to a lot of people out there. Particularly when children say Fucking it. doesn't target one group of people in particular. Well, in my case, females. But in your case, <laughs> yes, no, nothing is targeted. So if it's offensive to everyone, it's okay. If it's just offensive to some people, not okay. Right. Do you see how... Oh, I'm not going to say anything. I'll save it for <laughs> tomorrow when the yeah, new gay class, guy's here. logic. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's fucking... I shouldn't say crazy when you're going to see a therapist tonight. I think it's brave what you're doing. I couldn't do it. I could not go back to someone I fired, lie down on that couch again and go, fix me. We'll have to see how that goes, too. And then her office is, like, down two long hallways. So it's like, if I want to get out of there, it's going to be quite the uh, the run. To escape before I'm actually out of the building. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Joe. Joe in Long Island. Uh, Hey, uh, going back to the offensive clothing on an airplane, I was on a flight and a guy who didn't really look like he spoke English was wearing a shirt that said, I eat pussy like a fat kid eats cake. And it was, it was awesome. But I was wondering if that would be offensive for most people. There was uh, my chick's uncle when I was down in Florida, elderly chap, used to buy like a lot of T-shirts at flea markets. (laughs) And he came to the Little League game that the children were playing at. And the shirt that he was wearing it was actually an iron-on shirt that's how old school it was <laughs> and it was a blonde woman with her tits exposed <laughs> and none of us would say anything to him 
There's one guy like turn around and is like staring at the guy, and I go like this: "What are you looking at, fucky?" So he had to turn his <laughs> face around. I got very fucking defensive of anyone pointing out to him, "Hey, you're you know, ten t-shirts for a dollar has fucking backfired on you." What's going on over there, Fizz? Just nervous. Look, he's not going to wear that shirt here. He's already passed away. Oh, I wasn't nervous about that shirt. What are you nervous about? Just in general. It's got to be something specific. Is it the gay guy tomorrow? That's part of it. What's the rest of it? Going back to the therapist and just nervous today. Well, you don't have to go back, do you? No. Why don't I do this? I'll buy a big giant mustache, put it on, wear it in there, act like <laughs> I'm you. I'll just give out the same problems you have. I'll go, I got a problem. My friend Jay is bringing a gay guy. All right. I just got uh, a text from Jay. He is not bringing a gay guy tomorrow. He's bringing two gay guys tomorrow. <laughs> Because he's uh, tough in a group. All right. Liz Sets Fire uh, sent this in. I uh, got to hang out with Jay a bit this weekend, and he fully believes that Fez hates him and didn't think he'd be invited back on the show. Uh, I love that you've got us all out here on the midway. And then she says she's running around looking for Pepper Hicks. If there's one thing you gotta do is stop that thing from going. You gotta stop that leg. Oh, sorry. Just for yourself. Either that or we gotta, you know, get a loom in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> he could be going like that in a leg and you're spinning <laughs> and I it. I start spreading it, making some. Making it nice. nice blanket. <laughs> I'll just tell you this about Chris Stanley from what I understand. And I got this from Don. Chris has one more test to pass. Before he moves into the executive ranks. And it's just the whole thing about stabbing people in the back that you used to care about. Picking the corporation over them. Hits, as they call it in this business. <laughs> he's got to make... He's got he's to get his button before they will accept him and then burn a saint's hand, card in his hand while he holds on to it. <laughs> I'm excited for you, Fez. I'm excited. I wonder if anything is happening between Big J and Liz down there in Florida. I'm just going to start the rumor that it is happening. Uh, I think you're going to do great with your therapist tonight. And I think you're going to go do great with Big J's gay guy tomorrow. I think you're going to tell him some shit he's not ready to hear about being gay. Like a lot of the stuff that you've done. Yeah, I haven't done anything. Well, didn't you work the phones once for a bomb or something like that? You were all excited about it? Yeah, I did that in the 12 election. Um, here's the other thing that I think with this gay guy. I think it might even be a character that Jay plays. Oh. Big gay. <laughs> so he's just going to come in as a big gay. Hey, everyone's big gay. <laughs> 
Um, ben Stiller uh, told this story um, that he turned down the opportunity to direct Good Will Hunting. I found this interesting because that would have come after he directed The Cable Guy. Cable Guy. And I thought that was, like, really critically attacked. Okay. And that I was surprised that he would get a directing... That people would say, here's this other script you can do. Like, it would have been... I'm sorry. No, I want to hear it. That it would have been hard for him to get a directing job. But... (laughs) Okay, it's not it's not a bad thing. Here's what you got to remember, though. These were just two unknown kids. This was not a big directing job to get. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. This would have been an independent film with two guys that didn't really have any major credits uh, starring in it. So this is the type of thing that you get when stuff doesn't work out. But Ben Stiller's career has always been hot, no matter what people say about. It. I mean, the pe- the guy who took the heat on Cable Guy was Jim Carrey. Um, but also, you have to remember, it probably wouldn't be the same Goodwill Hunting if he did it. I'm sure there would have been, you know. Fat guy jokes and fart jokes and whatever the fuck, you know? <laughs> People who just saw it as another... You know, it would have been a wacky comedy about two yeah. brothers, two buddies, but one of them's a genius. So it's not like he would have been at the Oscars, too, because he would have made a Ben Stiller movie. There would have been jizz on Matt Damon's ear, and everybody would be going fucking crazy. Um... I know that he's the executive producer of a show starting tonight uh, called Big Time in Hollywood, Florida. This is The Buzz Show on Comedy Central. It's the first time that they've done like a serial. You know what I mean? That uh, just not where every episode is standalone. Uh, I saw a piece today in Variety where they went big for it. But the iBang uh, has got a big interview up with the stars of uh, this film. Uh, and um, this is not film, but TV series. And it's called, uh, you see, Big Time in Hollywood, Florida is the name of the interview. Uh, everybody's loving it, though. It's got a lot of buzz. And Ben Stiller's going to be in the first episode. Well, he's the executive producer. I'll just say this. He ain't going to be there at the end of the episode. I'll just put it that way. That's it. And it's got Ned Ryerson in it, who I love. Uh, Michael Madsen's in it. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s in it. And the actor who played Ned Ryerson that you still call (laughs) Ned Ryerson. I wonder if that would be offensive to him. Like, hey, I've done all this other shit. You never saw me on Californication? People just call you that one character. Could you imagine, Fez, if people called you a character's name no matter where you went? I could kind of imagine that. Okay. (laughs) That's where they're going to be sitting tomorrow, Fez. Yeah, that's where they're coming after me. Big J and Big Gay. (laughs) Two guys against you. One, I just say the truth. It's Big Gay and Big Gay. You're not even going to be able to tell them apart. What do you got planned for him? I have no idea. I never thought you would have had a fallout with Big J. Me neither. I never would have suspected he'd go on a podcast laughing at me for being older and gay. Mm. I never dreamed he'd try to come on this show, which has always been sweet to him 
and try to set me up like this. I'm a little uncomfortable when you say we're being sweet to a man. That's got me a little bit. I didn't even notice this. This is Lobster Fest at Red Lobster. Again? Yeah. They're doing Lobster Fest. I love, <laughs> it this time. I love it this time of the year. I think this is their third Lobster Fest this month. No problems for me. <laughs> There's one thing I like. Only thing I like better than lobster, cheap lobster. <laughs> like how could they? How could they possibly be making a product, a profit on this? Well, there's that commercial where they play a sad song and look at dogs that haven't eaten enough. You a dog guy? Okay. Yeah, I like dogs. You're a sensitive guy, though, aren't you? Yeah, these commercials—they're tough to watch. They get emotional. Most of these dogs are already dead, so it doesn't bother me so much. They killed them not <laughs> long so after. Sad. No one adopted. No one adopted that dog. <laughs> no. Birdie dogs a foundling. That was a good. Uh, that was a great get for a rescue dog. Were you saying a lot of them are bad? I would say a lot of them probably have dog problems. What is, this is why they won't make you a spokesman. <laughs> Look, most of these dogs are pretty wrecked. A lot of them will bite your kids or your neighbors. But we still want you to come down here and adopt them. There's not one happy dog. They all look sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't know this spot ran in the middle of the day. Why wouldn't it? I thought it was just a nighttime, you know, people are asleep or drunk and they're feeling <laughs> bad and then they run it at, at, at late, uh, late in the evening. A lot of people are drunk now. <laughs> but why do you think that only drunk people would want to adopt a dog? No, it's such an emotional thing. But if you're drunk, that thing's going to be really emotional. Right, but you're not going to run out at 3 o'clock in the morning drunk and get a dog. They're not going to let you. Just beating on her. Let me get one of them damn sad dogs. Sad dog could be my new Twitter handle. I feel bad. I'm worried about tomorrow now. Me too. Uh, maybe I should go with you to that therapist tonight. There's a great video up on the iBank today, which is the Randy Johnson Duck Hunt. Remember the old video game Duck Hunt? They just have Randy Johnson as the one throwing balls and killing ducks after that he did that. Like, this would be one of those things that would be like urban myth, except for I think there's video of him actually doing it. The bird flies in front of him while he's pitching, and when he hits it, the bird just explodes. It just explodes. And that's what's happened in this video. That he's just throwing it's the old duck hunt and every Oh good, we got the vi- we got the audio. Uh, but every bird just explodes. I don't know why this wasn't back then. Is that a nineties game or an eighties? It's an eighties game, right? Duck hunt? I think so. I've never played it. What's the first game that you played? Grand Theft Auto? You're so goddamn young? No, uh, I was. What was this? Nintendo 64, one of those games. Really? You go back that far? Yeah, that was one of my first consoles. What are you, late to life college student? Yeah. I don't don't really play video games. It's not my thing. (laughs) You knit. 
I knit. That's why. You know that you realize now that you would make him better gay than Fez. Yeah. You waste your life by not being gay. And you're in the. He'd be like prime gay right now, right? Oh yeah, he's yeah he's a good gay age. Yeah, because you definitely don't want to be an older unfuckable guy. According to Big J. I think that's according to everyone, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to take this picture in and say, look, uh, doesn't this guy look just like me so much I thought it was me? <laughs> I mean, that's stunning how much that dude looks like you. What is that called when someone looks just like you? Look-alike. Oh, come on. Why wouldn't I come up with look-alike? There's like a term. Uh, doppelganger is what I'm looking for. Doppelganger. This is your doppelganger. And I believe he's living the life that you should live. You know where I think you really fucked up, Fez? When you didn't move to Hell's Kitchen. Oh, yeah. It's so gay over there now. And it's a quick walk to work. And you can be back and forth. And you would not go for the Hell's Kitchen. You're in such a hurry. And now you got down in the apartment and you don't like it, do you? No, no. I, I, I rented the second one that I looked at. You're always in a hurry. Yeah, I was nervous and wanted to get it done. Now, does it help or is it, has it kept you nervous? Kept me nervous. I would like to see you as a Hell's Kitchen gay. You're out there and you're like, hey, Carl. Hi. <laughs> you know, like there's all those dudes hanging out. Hi, Stefan. <laughs> Do you have any gay guys that you yell that like their names out when you're walking down the street? No. He's no, dead. I don't even I don't even have any in my building. Hell's Kitchen, dude. That's your next move. It's close to your therapist. It's close to work. It's close to Times Square if you want to see some giant video. You know, just these <laughs> giant videos that you can go over and look at. Um, this got announced that I couldn't even believe it. Van Halen is going on the Jimmy Kimmel Live show. JKL. It's the first time Van Halen has ever done TV with David Lee Roth. That never happened before in history. That almost seems like it was impossible for it to happen. Well, yeah, let's think about it. Where, what show would they have went on with David Lee Roth? Back when they were with him, you didn't go on TV. Like, rock bands didn't go on TV. You you weren't going to go on Johnny Carson and fucking do Running With The Devil. That would be like wearing a broad fucking city shirt today. So by the time they broke up with him, you know, because I, I guess they did stuff when they were Van Hagar, but uh, they never did it with Diamond Dave. And never got a Saturday Night Live gig, which seems crazy. No, they never did Saturday Night Live. That seems like it would have been a natural at some point when they had Where? Dave Lee Roth with them. Where? Like um, the 1984 jump thing. That was, what, 80? That was in 1984. Nope, never did. Because at that point, I mean, that song was so poppy that it wouldn't have been... Too much of a hard rock thing for Saturday Night Live. You're smart, dude. You are... That's you doing that TV fucking producer thing that you got in your mind. You're the smart guy of the show. You're the smart one. 
I'm the shy one. Hicks is the missing one. And Shelby is running phones today. But you are a smart guy. Um, Rick, Toronto. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. That's my job, Rick. That story is even weirder. Uh, Van Halen is doing Ellen's show first on Monday, and then she's doing Jimmy Kimmel two nights. All right, Fez, you're shaking your head. No, they're not doing Ellen until April. Uh, okay, I heard it on the Stern Show this morning. I guess they're wrong. Thank you for correcting me, guys. They're going to be on Kimmel this coming Monday and Tuesday. Oh. Well, isn't that April? Isn't no, that's still March. Is it? Yeah. Maybe they... Because yeah, I, I know someone's got a birthday coming up. <laughs> birthday party on the air, Fez? No. Drinking party? No, Let's that do because you wouldn't do, you wouldn't do it up last year. Why don't we do it this year? Okay. What do you want? What do you want to celebrate your your birthday? Uh, surf and turf, pinata full of cigarettes. Seriously, some Tito's. We'll do it. No, I don't. I don't need anything this year. What about this? We do a birthday party. We invite a lot of the old school people, and maybe your new gay friend that you make tomorrow. Are you in? Can't we wait and see how it goes with this gay person tomorrow? i got to start booking things now. I want to make this thing fantastic. I want decorations, food, booze. Fez, let me have your credit card now. So I'll need that for the therapist tonight. I know, but I need it for the party decorations. It's not like I'm going to fucking pay for this. It's your birthday. I ain't getting shit out of it. Um, John in Virginia wants to disagree on this story. John. Hey, guys. Um, right after Sammy Hagar left and right before Gary Sharone, uh, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> David Lee was hanging out or just kind of they were making mention that he might rejoin the band. And I'm pretty sure they did David Letterman with um, with uh, David Lee Roth on there. And David You Lee- couldn't be uh, any more David- wrong, my friend. Because I, I thought that um, Letterman made mention how high he could still kick at his age. Even. I think you had a dream. I, I got a kid on the computer looking it. it up right now. You're looking up David Lee Roth, Van Halen on Letterman, or just put just go to a website called thisneverhappened.com. <laughs> .org. I'm sorry, .org. I'm sure Don would like to throw you this party, Fez. So you really want the pinata full of cigarettes and all that? No, I was just... Don't say it if you don't want it. Uh, we can get you diabetic candy. What else would you like? Diabetic want, candy I, is the worst. I want you to have the time... You want real candy? What is it that you want? You tell me you want a bir- big birthday celebration on the air. What day is your birthday? Tuesday? Tuesday. Is there any older gays that we could invite over? Not that I know. Do you ever worry about this, that the perfect guy for you probably died of AIDS in the 80s? I hadn't until just this moment. Bring it up with your therapist. You got a lot to talk about tonight. You know who we should put in, part, in, front of your, uh, in charge of your party is V. She's always, she's like the new one with all the crazy party ideas. She's always doing a lot of fun stuff. 
Uh, did you see the gay kid on the iBang with his mom going over his grinder things? No, I haven't seen this. Do you ever go to the iBang at Onfez? It's fantastic. You heard Jay Moore talking about it yesterday. Just the Irish, it's YouTube. You, you're struggling over there today, mm-hmm. aren't you? That's not your natural thing. Your natural thing is knitting. Yeah. So if I said I needed some booties <laughs> or one of those things where you knit something and put it around a roll of toilet paper, they always hide those. The old ladies would hide that one roll of toilet paper underneath some knitting. Man, I'm dying in here today. It's nothing happening. I can't make this audience work. Now, uh, Ted Cruz said this, that he became a country music fan after 9-11. That he did not like the way that rock responded, but he got the response from country music that he wanted. Now, what could rock, classic rock music have done wrong? Did, they st- did these groups get together and start doing pro-9-11 songs? Uh, no, they didn't do the. They didn't respond the way country did when they did the. We'll put a boot up your ass and all those kind of songs. And he felt kind of bad that you two did not write a kind of over there song. And right now, it looks like Ted Cruz is going to be the next president because he's the only guy running. And here's my prediction: unopposed. Both sides. No one else is going to run but Ted Cruz. And then I got this. He's going to cruise the victory. (laughs) Thanks. I don't want to do this. This is the only time he could be a front runner. You don't like Ted Cruz? No. No, and this is this whole campaign is a joke. This guy no his own party doesn't like him. Well, that's where we're at with your birthday right now because you won't pick out some stuff and give me your credit card. Here, let me just play the uh, Ted Cruz. Uh, I grew up listening to classic rock, and my my music taste changed on 9-11. Yes, but on 9-11, I didn't like how rock music responded. And country music collectively, the way they responded, it resonated with me. And I have to say, it just is a gut level. I had an emotional reaction that says, these are my people. And so ever since 2001, I listen to country music. But I'm an odd country music fan because I didn't listen to it prior to 2000. I'm going to tell you this. There were so many people in the city, and they were running from downtown to uptown. And I heard people shouting out, I don't like the Almond Brothers anymore. (laughs) When I get home, if I make it, I'm getting rid of all my Led Zeppelin albums. Come on up for the rising. Nobody wants to hear that. They want to hear, let's get those sand. Let's just say sand livers. People who live in the sand. Or I guess you could call them Tantanias. Because now they've taken over that town. It's amazing how influential booting your ass, I guess, became. It turned to future U.S. I'm proud senator. To be an American, where at least I know I'm free. Let's see if rock radio can't kick some ass like this. I got a Chevy and I'm drunk and I feel real good. I did. 
turned to country music after 9-11. And it was the Dixie Chicks. And then they said something that just horrified me. They said, we're from broad fucking city. <laughs> and then the lead singer says, I eat pussy like a fat kid eats cake. Which I took to mean slops it all over her face and licks the icing off first. <laughs> pussy icing. I'm proud of being American. I tried to... I did a cover of that song uh, called Proud to be Armenian. And I just tried to sell it overseas. And it uh, didn't work as good. You like any country artists, okay? No, I don't listen to country. No. What do you listen to? Hip hop? Yeah, top forty. Top forty hip hop? Hip no, more pop. What's your favorite song right now? Party in the USA? Uh no, you know. <laughs> no, no. Uh, what was, do you listen to right now? Uptown I, funk? You uptown funk in it? Yeah, I like uptown I'm funk. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's I good listen fun. to Hawaiian music too, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I like Hawaiians. It's got a nice vibe though, you know. You feel happy. There you go. Did he just say the N-word? Yes. What did he want in the cup? Oh, liquor in it. Liquor, liquor in it. It's the flow that we have that's so good. Well, maybe if uh, Ted Cruz had this, he'd feel a little better about himself. So you just, you're a top 40 guy all the way. Yeah, I look, you know, look it up on iTunes, see what's happening, and go with it. Well, what was the story up on the iBank today where... Uh, they tried to redo Rolling Stone's uh, Top 500. I guess it was Spotify? Spotify did that. that. Did it. What was the story of that, Fez? It was, uh, if you if Spotify went by their um, the, the amount of plays that people were doing off of it, uh, it reworks the entire uh, 500 greatest songs. Well, the greatest songs has never been the most played songs. That isn't the point of it. Or else we wouldn't need Dave Marsh or other rock critics. You would just say, what song played the most? That's the best song. It's never, here are the greatest songs they've been played. Like, uh, do you know what song they say has been played more than any song on radio? Because it comes up every time it comes, they play it. I have no idea. You've lost that loving feeling. The Righteous Brothers. And finally, just a little while ago, I'm like, I don't even know if that's true. It's just something DJs say. But I don't think they could possibly know what song has got the most spins so that it could get the most dins. Um, we got a break here, Fezzy. We'll be right back. Run Fez. Ron is a Philly guy, wakes up in the morning hoping Fez maybe really died. Hicks stays really high, shelf has pretty eyes and lips like Lily Tide. 
Ron does the world's best interviews. Hicks drinks too much and will continue to. And Shelby's got DSLs. And you won't hear Fez until the live read interludes. If he talks, it's probably not new shit. Somebody's in the bathroom, he's probably not pooping. Hicks went to college, so he's probably not stupid. Shelby's got a bad gland, he's probably got lupus. This is like a rap version of an unscreened phone Sick call. movie reps, bro. Yeah. Digging that running fest show. Fez is all weird and sad. Digging that running fest show. Never no turning back. Never, never, no, never no turning back. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Announce who the winners is. Hicks can't do it because he can't pronounce Bennington. Bang that. Ronnie, what you give him so much shit for? Because he's a shitty mentor in the center. What the fucking fuck? Fez used to play a gay character. Now he's the oldest virgin in North America. He sits quiet as a cat bird. To get him talking, call and say the other F word. Fashion. And then it turns to the advice show. Blame it on his mom like the murder movie Psycho. And people start to add theories. He stands in the booth so he can fart and act clearly. Came out the closet, then he starts to act weirdly. Now he has a breakdown and a heart attack yearly. Digging that running fest show. Shelby's got rotten glands. Digging that running fest show. Never no turning back. Never, never, no, never no turning back. Yeah, shout out to Blowhard. Andy from Cleveland. Uh, John from wherever he's from, and shout out everybody. Janice, what up? Uh, Sarah McPants, what's up? Liz says fire. Track of love, yeah. Everybody but Lady Trucker. Everybody but her. Continue to ban Lady Trucker forever, please. Forever, please. Over my giggle. Digging that round of Fez show. Fez, were you singing along and dancing to that? No, that must have been okay. That wasn't me. <laughs> I know it wasn't you. You just sat quietly, although. I'm going to pull the curtain back. MK got yelled at during the commercial by Fez. <laughs> How did that feel? Uh, it was a little frightening. A little yeah. frightening. Yeah. What did he yell at you for? Uh, because I didn't know what to do when I, uh, to get the song to play. Yeah. He's just an intern, Fez. <laughs> yeah, but it was just the thing was to let the booth know to play the Iron Open Mike Eagles song. Well, how was he supposed to do that? You walk over to the booth and tell them. Not sit there and go, how do I tell them to play the Open Mike Eagle song? Now, you were just telling us earlier how sensitive they are, but then you tore into that kid. Yeah, that one just caught me off guard. Mm. Mm. I'm digging that wrong Fez show. Brian Miller tweets this, Fez is improving for the first time in years, and now heading back to the old therapist? Hashtag self-sabotaging. Um, but you feel like you need it, right, Fez? Yeah. Very much. Digging that wrong, Fez. Maybe you got a crush on her. If you had to be with a woman, and you could pick any woman on the planet, sexually, Mm -hmm. who would it be? Cameron Esposito. Really? You attracted to her? No, but being uh, with her being a lesbian, that would probably be like the most male a woman could be. Oh man, I, I know that's that was really offensive, dude. 
But I mean, I didn't mean it like that, but I but mean... But it, it came out that way. But would have... Feel it. Cameron Esposito is a very good-looking person. I'm not saying that. I'm saying what you said was offensive. I'm, I'm not saying it's... that about Cameron. I'm saying it about lesbians. So you would say to lesbians, which one of you is the husband? You see what I go through here, okay? Yeah. I mean, when you're getting yelled at, <laughs> he says something that he would hate if someone said about gay people. He would actually call for their firing <laughs> if he heard him say that. Digging that run official. Wow. That woman who was kidnapped out west has been found safe. And everybody was pretty much accusing the husband of doing this. Because he took 12 hours before he reported it. Keep up on that story. Do, 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 do. Which one of you is the wife and which one's the husband? That's what I want to know. Jivak is mad, saying, I guess Ted Cruz didn't see the concert for New York one month after the attacks. Boy, that was some night, wasn't it? He really needed the classic rock uh, community to speak by 912. Do, 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 do. I didn't know they had a community. I think it's pretty nice. I watched Gimme Shelter the other night on TMC, TCM, Turner Classic Movie. Yeah, fucking so good, man. So crazy. Um, now people are wondering if that was even that your birthday coming up. Uh, People wondering if you're doing the material yet. You keep people. You keep people guessing, Fess. Yep. Tomorrow is your kind of Pacquiao fight. When you think about it. Oh yeah, two on one. That's fair. Do 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 do. People are also asking, could you do a drinking show? No. Not even for just one day? Just a one-day drinking show. So we get the old Fez back. Will you be willing to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Then I'll drink with you. Oh, I don't want that to happen. You don't want me to enjoy myself? What do you want to talk about, Big Cat? The cat is on the prowl today. It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The Cleveland Browns are said to be the favorite for the HBO Hard Knocks program. Well, why wouldn't they? HBO would want them with Johnny Football and all that shit. They're a fucking... They're a clown show over there. Yeah, it. I wonder if it would ever be able to be possible. That was the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> For, like, a team to throw the hard knocks tapings... I mean, I know the cameras are out there constantly, but just make practices look really bad 
so that they're underestimated going into the season and then shock everyone? That would be a good hard knocks plan. To make it to make it like into a bad news bears movie where these these kids are just horrible, but wait a minute, they've made it into the playoffs. Well, they do focus on the guys that don't make the team. Like 90% of the guys that they focus on, mm-hmm. you know, that they follow home, are not the stars. They're the guys that hope they make it. The ones that have to turn in their playbook by the, week three. Those guys, yeah. And I can't stand to watch those episodes where somebody's that being asked to come talk to the coach and they know that the coach never calls anyone down and go, hey, I just want you to know you're doing great. Yeah, it's it's the most complimentary firing that you see in a job. Well, Hollywood's very good at that, too. You're great. We're just not going to use you. Like they're fit Because you never know where anybody's going to end up. Yeah. That's why I always tell guys, don't make a enemy in radio, because there's not enough people. You always run across the same people over and over. Yeah, and those uh, hard knocks firings, it's always, you know, and if something else comes along, or, you know, we'll be sure to, if another team's interested, we'll be sure to let them know how hard you worked. Mm-hmm. The the welcome to the team and the you're off the team speech have to be eerily similar. They are. You're right about that. Because it is true that you don't know. Seven guys on that team could be hurt within four weeks, and some of those guys will get called back in. I know I definitely wouldn't want my team on the Hard Knock show. No? No. Who is your team? The Rams? No, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're back to that? I'm back. Well, yes. Even though that they're bringing in the rapist... uh, Crab thief? Well, that's not done yet. I gotta find that out till April thirtieth. If if they do, are you still gonna be a fan of theirs? No. You'll drop them? Yeah. Your thing about being a fan is never a very permanent thing. One thing that you can't trust on is Fez's fandom or friendship, because it could all turn to dust in no time at all. Yeah, if you try to come in here with a gay guy trying to, you know, set me up for failure. That's what I did. I came in here with a gay guy. Set up for failure. Now I look the foo. It's Ron Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Curtis in Iowa. Oops, lost you, buddy. Let me read some of these tweets. Um, oh, a lot of people are bringing up on the more masculine thing. Yeah, I was on the air two seconds before I said something <laughs> completely idiotic. Some of the people says that they can't even listen anymore, and some people are sending it to him, to her. Oh, of course they would. They're horrible people. Um, who? Anyone that would send a mistake like that to someone else just to hurt their feelings. To try to hurt someone else's feelings by hurting mine? Yeah. That's a great person. 
someone who tweets suicide things, that's a great person. I think you're in a bad mood today, buddy. I think there's something you're not telling us. No, just nervous. I think you got something you want to get off your chest. I think there's something about this hard knocks thing that you haven't expressed yourself about. I think there's something deep there and something dark. Here's what I like to do. I would love to turn MK into a stenographer, but <laughs> making him twi- uh, just sit knit all of it. And he has to just knit out, yeah, knit out everything that happened. Because you're, uh, you seem to be very emotional, and nothing would have brought on that emotion. There's something that you're not telling us. I don't know. Is it about hard knocks? Does hard knocks, does that like set off a trigger of you of Amanda Knox? Because she's waiting to find out if she's going to get back, drug back to, to Italy right now. And when you think about Italian, what's that remind you of? Food. Right. And what happened to you when you ate a bunch of food? Um, I got sick. Sick, right? Sick and what, though? Sick and... Tired? Yeah, tired. And when you're tired, you go to what? Sleep. Exactly. And who sleeps? Everybody. Everybody what, though? Like in the R.E.M.'s song? Hurts. And that gets you crying, right? Yeah. So that's how you got there? You just, that whole thing just took him to the point where he just thought about everybody hurts and he started crying. You're sensitive, Fez, is what you are. Yep. You're a sensitive guy. I mean about your own stuff, not about other people's stuff. You'll sell, sell, say all kinds of mean shit to them. But you yourself, you're sensitive. Uh, Mike in North Carolina. Hey, Fez, uh, did you ever get a chance? I haven't been able to listen the last couple of days, but did you ever get a chance to watch the Michael Sam's on uh, Dancing with the Stars? No, I didn't watch anything last night. It wasn't on last night. It was on a couple of nights ago. You said you, you uh, told us that you recorded it. Yeah, I have them recorded, but I don't. I haven't watched anything. Man, that uh, DVR is just packed to yours, huh? Yeah. Hey, this is why the listeners that used to love Fez are kind of getting kind of disgusted with him. Because Go ahead. So get fucking disgusted to... then, asshole. Get disgusted. I could give a shit. You don't try anymore, Fez. All you'd have to do is watch your show and you'd have 20, 30 minutes of good radio material. But you don't even bother to Why do don't that. you watch it and then report in, asshole? Fuck I, I'm you. I'm on the air. I'm not getting paid to Fuck do, you. do this. Ron hands you the ball. He's the quarterback. And all you can do is just take a knee. You don't even try to go up the well, middle. Maybe we're trying to run out the clock. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I, that's why... I mean, we got a big lead. We don't want to run it up. Fez. He doesn't give the, He doesn't give any effort anymore. You feel like you're giving an effort, Fez? No. No. He's right. I suck. I should jump in the East River. That's where you go from not watching the Michael Sam thing? Yeah. There's something going on with you, BC. You mind if I call you BC? No. BC, there's something that you're not telling us. It can't be just that you missed the Michael Sam thing. No, it's just every call's an attack. There was only one call that was an attack.
I'm just panicking. Mm. John, Kentucky. Hey, uh, BBC just came across and said they fired the host of Top Gear, Jeremy Clarkson. I've never once seen that show. I have it taped. I just haven't had time to watch it. I've had every episode taped. He said the N word. This is what he said. He got this way. They fired him. Oh, I I, did. He say it on the show. Mm -mm. I hadn't seen it off the show. Well, I don't know how he would have worked it into the show. Billy in Oklahoma. I'm just wondering if the Fez that we're hearing right now is actually, you know, little little Jimmy the Protector. I think there may be a few Fezes crawling around in our Fez because he has been vacillating, you know, for a week. He'll be kind of mopey and down, and then all of a sudden there'll be a day when he's just kind of like normal and balanced, if you want to call it that. And now there's today where he's just spewing his venom on your listeners for calling in. And I don't... What's going on? What's happening? Is uh, it the toenails? If, yeah, it's the toenails. Uh, well, what, what happened to you, Fez? I don't I mean, know. Which, wait a minute. Which Fez, which fez is Fuck this? you. you it's a, it's like the it, fez, fez saying, fuck you. No. Was that a different Fez from the other one? I don't know. Um, Raymond said this, because you're going to your therapist tonight. Mention the term fragile narcissistic personality disorder. That's from Raymond. Um, it said it's one of the least treated narcissism. Instead of self-importance, these people have a thin veneer of confidence, but are actually self-obsessed by shame and anger. Those two emotions guide their lives and are often used to protect themselves and manipulate people around them. It can only be treated by admitting that the issues that cause shame and anger are not the issue, but the issues that are, are the need. Shame and, anger, shame and anger are their food. Save him and save yourself. Right. Have you ever heard of that, Fez? No. Shame and anger play a big place with you? Yeah. I get angry really easily. I feel very guilty all the time. Very shameful. What did you do? You must have done something. It's just the shitty job that I do on this show. No way. You do a good job. What's that say right there? Serious XM. No, I mean next to it. Oh, Ron and Fez. Yeah. Uh, Mike. Mike in Mexico. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, man. Hey, I was listening to an interview with the doctor yesterday, and he was explaining basically every fucking symptom Fez has, and he says it's not a mental issue. It's actually like a mineral and vitamin deficiency, and if, if Fez gives a shit about you, the show, or the listeners, he would take the time to contact this doctor and fucking see what he could do for him. Yeah, I never go to the doctor. I never have blood. No, I'm not done. talking about a shrink. That's what I'm saying. It's I'm not, not talking about a shrink either, asshole. Well, I'm not talking about a, a heart doctor. 
you know, stated that he knows what the fuck's going on. You know, as far as vitamin and mineral deficiencies, it's not, you know, it's a chemical, it's a chemical imbalance you got going on. Let me just say this, Fez. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's a lot of people like you, and I call them Flintstone kids, and they're 10 million strong and growing. Same joke. It's not a joke. I understand. I I should have stayed serious with it. Fez, if you start taking vitamins, you're going to feel great. Yeah, I I do take a vitamin. Um, here's Al in Philly. Hey guys. Hey. I'm just trying to figure out when Fezzi's going to go into a mental institution or be fired or kill himself or he's not producing on the show. Something's got to happen. Something's got to get here. I don't know when. Uh, here's Jay, Long Beach. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Uh, new, I'm, I'm kind of new to you guys maybe in the last two, two and a half years. But hey, Fezzi, I, I listen to the show, man, because uh, I love Robin. I think you're fantastic. Fuck all those guys, man. You got the job. They don't. They hate you because they ain't you. That is it, brother. Wait, what did you just say? I said they they hate they they just they act like they dislike him because they're not him. No, you said something that was so heavy. They hate us because they ain't us. Yeah, they hate us because they ain't us. They ain't. That's <laughs> fucking mind blowing. <laughs> we could build a whole movie around that. <laughs> right, I'm just saying, man. Hey, I say it, Fez. Fantastic. I listen to you daily, and Fez, fuck them. You got the gig. You kick ass at the gig. They want the gig. They don't have it. They're just callers. Just rock and roll them like you always do it every day. Fuck them. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, that's why I tell them to fuck off. Fuck off, you guys. Leave us the fuck alone. See ya. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 and grow and Kirk in Houston. What's up? Hello there. I think Hello if Fez there. does have a hey, if Fez does has a have a vitamin deficiency, he's short of vitamin D. What kind of vitamin are you taking, Fez? Jobel? What's going on over there with you? There's something you're not telling us, buddy. Are you saving it for the therapist? No, I'm just nervous about the therapist. I'm nervous about being set up tomorrow. You want me to cancel the guy tomorrow? I'll cancel him right now. If it means we're going to have a good show today, I'll cancel that guy tomorrow. I'm just worried about it. I don't even know that. I'll I'll cancel him right now. I'll handle him. I never even know him. I'll handle him and I'll handle Jay. What are you thinking about tomorrow's show today, man? Maybe you can knit something like that up for us or crochet it. What are you thinking about tomorrow's show today? (laughs) All right, yeah, I'll work on it. Yeah. And then do another pillow that says, they hate us because they ain't us. Mm-hmm. And then have a picture of an asshole on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dave, go ahead. Dave. 
Yeah, uh, uh, Fed has got to get on the back pages. He's got to look up some male escorts, and uh, he's got to get some of that dick already, man. He he deserves it. We That's all true, need Fez. love. Come on. Fuck you not, Ronnie. Thanks, man. Maybe that's all you need, Fez. You know, get laid. You no. ever been on Tinder or Grinder? Nope. Matt in Illinois. Hey, I was wondering, uh, Fez, if uh, if he's not going to get laid, if he had ever tried uh, meditation, like transcendental meditation, to deal with his anxiety. Did you ever do that, Fez? All that. Yeah. Yeah, I tried it. With the Oprah and Deepak program. I remember when you were meditating in between two sentences. And um, it was on the air. It really made for an interesting break. Wow. What was it? The Deepak and Oprah program, Fuzz? Yeah. Um, hey, Chuck. What up, Chuck? Hey, cousin Ronnie. I, no it's been a long time, Chuck. Get, do what? It's been a long time since we talked to you. Yeah, I've been trying to lay low. I don't want to get on too much. Smart. But, uh, no matter uh, how upset Fez gets, how nervous, how locked up, nobody says, fuck you, asshole, like the big cat does. Every time he says, fuck you, asshole, it's very funny. I'll laugh like hell. He's well, good, it's man. funny because he says it exactly the same way every time. So you could go back and find them, and it it never loses the cadence, stays exactly the same. And it's been over years now. Okay, man. Y'all have a good day. I'm pulling for my car heels. All right, man. Good luck to you. I'll tell you, this year was basketball. Well, you know, the funny thing about the basketball. And I don't know why Obama does it because you only look stupid if you fill out a bracket. There's like over millions of these done and no one has a perfect bracket. They didn't after two fucking games. People make mistakes. Which goes to show you when people sit around and do all that sports and trends and all that, it's bullshit because they're using all that math. But since so many games are happening at the same time, you can see that it's all just luck, one way or another. Well, it's the worst one to pick because, I mean, at Super Bowl, you're going to pick that right before the game. This one, you're picking the final game a month out, and you can only look bad if that uh, goes out quickly. <laughs> yes, that is exactly right. That if your team that you pick to win it all goes out fast, in my case, Villanova, based on... They were the closest team to where the place I was born. This is the logic that I'm using. Now I'm picking a team whose coach was born in the next town. That's the connection, even though he's coaching uh, Wisconsin now. Um, Here's uh, Ryan in Boston. Go ahead, Ryan. Hey, Ron. Uh, Says, I've suffered from depression my whole life. I've, you know, I was an addict. I used to shoot dope like they, I thought they were going to run out of it. The only thing that made me actually feel better, all the medication in the world didn't work, but I got myself a little dog and holy shit, having something to care for and take care of something that depends on me. It, I don't know. It really, it really helped. And I think you're great, Fez, even 
when you're not feeling good, the radio is really compelling, and all these compelling. people bashing on you are just terrible people. I agree with that. It is compelling. You ever think of getting a pet fest? I, somebody to care for, somebody that depends on you, somebody that you can love unconditionally. I tried that and it didn't work out. Hmm? I had that cat. But you told me that you still had it. Even after you had gotten rid of it. Yeah. That was a bad thing, too. Sorry, I gotta take this, Fez. <laughs> hey, who's this? Hey, how are you? Uh, I'm doing Graham on the air right now, so... Coming up later tonight is on Indy 102, it's Ron Bennington Interviews. I'll give you a buzz after, okay? And then afterward, and then this Friday, Bennington will be on Opie Radio at 7 a.m. That's this Friday on Opie Radio, Sirius 206 XM 103. That's this Friday. Exciting. Uh, Bob in Nebraska. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fez. Hey. Hey, I just wanted to say, uh, Fez, uh, hang in there, buddy, because, uh, you know, it, it sounds like you're nervous going to see your therapist, but isn't your therapist there to help you? I mean, why would you be nervous if he's there to support you and help you? Because I told this person they weren't helping me a year ago when I quit going to them. Then why go back? I mean, gosh, there's a whole phone book full of therapists, aren't there? It doesn't work that easily in New York City. Oh, man, that stinks. Well, hey, there's a bunch of us out here that are that are rooting for you, bud. Thanks. Uh, here's Brandon in Nashville. Hi, Fez. This is Brandon. I've been listening since 2006, and I've got the same question as I did when I first started listening. Is this a bit? No. Right. Nope, there's your answer. All right, thanks. I don't know what else to say. Uh, here's our buddy Bill in Jersey. I think it's card holder 29875, my buddy. hoo I want you to be really careful tonight. I don't know if you're going to see your therapist or the rapist. Yeah, it's uh, the therapist. You sure? Yeah. And I hate to see you get raped by the rapist. That would be awful, wouldn't it? It certainly would, buddy. Because you wish you the best. I love you, big guy. You're the big cat. Thanks. Big guys are taking names. The nature boy. Woo! Why don't you try a little Nate Fez? I don't think I can. Jimmy. Jimmy in Jersey. Hey, I just wanted to say, I think it's really shitty when people call up to mess with Fez because um, I met Fez last summer in the village, and he was just the nicest guy in the world. He hung out with me and my wife for a little bit, took a picture with me. He's just the nicest dude in the world, so it's really shitty when people call up and try to give him shit. Because if they met him, they would know that he was just like the nice guy in the world. I think I am a shitty person because I don't remember this. It was it was a while ago, Fed. It was at like it was late at night. Me and my wife were walking down the street. I, I met you. You took a picture with me. We talked for maybe like 
10 minutes. Oh, we were outside it. like that deli. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you were just the nicest guy, and I told all my buddies I listened to the show, I was like, Fez was so nice, he was such a good guy, and it just bums me out when people call in to bust your balls. It's not fair. So anyway, thanks for that, Fez. I have that yeah. picture at my house. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jimmy. Best to your wife. Thanks. Later, guys. Why don't we take a break now? We'll be right back in a couple minutes. It's Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel 99. The Ron and Fez Show, the Caroline's Comedy March Madness Final 4 is happening tonight, 7 p.m. at Caroline's Comedy Club on Broadway. We've already met Joe Larson and Andy DeVito. Doug Smith and Ryan Beck are coming in here in just a little bit, and they got their work cut out for them, because those other two guys, I'm telling you. Murderer's Row, Fuzzy. Murderer's Row. You going to that tonight? No, I've got uh, an appointment tonight. Oh, you didn't mention that. With who? Therapist. Your therapist? Yeah. No one? No. Not one of your old ones? Yeah, the last one. Hey, Matt, Brooklyn. Hey, Fed. Fed. Put that out of your mind. Don't worry about what the ther- they're saying about the therapist. There's no shame in going back seeing your old therapist. They're professionals. They expect things like this. It happens to people all the time. It happened to me. This is what they do. And all them other callers calling in and bitching about this and that, you are in a good position. You have a job that affords you to have an apartment in Manhattan without taking a roommate. They're- those are all haters. And today you sound good on the radio, except for the crying every now and then. You sound good on the radio. You're coming back. You're coming back strong. You're like Ronnie's wingman again. Don't worry about all that nonsense. And if you need somebody to knock their heads around a little bit, they got my phone number out in the front room. Call me and let me know. I'll walk down the street with you. Walk up proud and loud, man. Don't worry about it. Thank you, Matt. Fez, I got a problem with you and Matt going around beating up haters. <laughs> you don't Matt like to, will be handling handling that part. You don't even like to talk to the people who like you, though. I know. You I just. Did, I you, don't know what to say. Well, you just have a conversation with them. I don't know. All right. If you could have said to him, "Hey, Matt, what were you going for? What were the circumstances of you going back? What was that relationship like?" You know, was that person mad at first? Did you feel embarrassed? But then you felt better? And you're relating to a guy who was going through the exact same thing that you are. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. But that's what I'm saying. Uh, Lisa. Lisa, Lisa, and the the Colt Jam, what's up? (laughs) 
Hi, Ron. I have a spy report. Spy report? Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. I saw Mikey D in the audience of that metal show, and he won a really expensive guitar. Yeah, I didn't want to say that before, but he had told me that. Who had signed the guitar for him? Oh, who signed it? Angelo something or other? Angelo something or other. Legendary guitarist. I know. I don't know the list name. What did? How did he stump the trunk? I don't know. My husband called me in and said, "Lisa, it's Mikey J. Listen, it was. It was absolutely him." <laughs> and I have a question for you. When Kiss's album came out in 1978, <laughs> who had just uh, been elected president but would only serve for one term? Jimmy Carter. Carter. Now give me the fucking uh, give me the guitar box. <laughs> and I love Fez very much. Thank you. This okay. is your chance not to make it short, like get into something. Yeah. Hey, you're talking. I don't know what to say. What was Mikey wearing? What was happening there? I think that's actually great that Mikey D was on that show and won that guitar. Because maybe now he'll become a clinger on to that show and stay away from this one. If he thinks there's a guitar every time he shows up, maybe he'll, you know, try to make Eddie Trunk's life miserable and stay away from me. So you would wish, this show. you would wish misery on Eddie Trunk. <laughs> Fez, you don't have to say anything to me. I love you. You're the best. Thanks. And Mikey D did mentioned that he played drums, so I think he was looking for a drum set. That's because it's never enough for him. I'm a drummer <laughs> with a Kiss cover band. Uh, we're very, very popular. Probably bigger than Kiss. You guys are the best. I'm I was going. also on Broadway as a child <laughs> and wore short shorts in the Godfather movie. Bye-bye. I'm trying to get $13 back from Lene's mother, and I'm taking her to family court till I get the, well, it's thirteen seventy-five, but I'm going to let her keep the 75 cents. You got it, big cat. You're back on the prowl again. Could I tell you one thing you ought to do tonight when you go see your therapist after a year? What's that? Would Look, is the advice going to be wasted, or are you going to promise to take it? I'll, I'll promise to take it. You fucking go in there in a cat suit, just a full cat suit, and you come prancing in. And that every time that she asks you how you're doing, you lick your pulse first before you answer. <laughs> I'm going to have to head because, out a little earlier. It might then. be fucking weird because you feel guilty about your cat. Maybe that's where this is coming from. Yeah, I hadn't thought of the cat suit thing, though. Why wouldn't you? It's so obvious. I'm the best around. Always have advice for my buddy. I'm the best around. Came up with the catsuit idea. Sometimes I feel like you don't want to wear catsuits. Let me just say. Siri, should Fez wear a catsuit? Interesting question. Thank you, Siri. Are our guests uh, here? They're headed down the hallway. Oh, that's great. Uh, 
I have headed down the hallway to Eddie Trunk's show where I won a beautiful signed guitar by John somebody or other. It's hey, you gonna do plugs in here, Fess? Yeah. You gonna do big plugs though? Yep. You ought to give them nicknames like Doug Catman Smith <laughs> and Ryan the Therapist <laughs> Beck. Doug Smith and Ryan Beck, they're part of Caroline's Comedy Madness. The final four happens tonight at Caroline's on Broadway at 7 o'clock. Caroline's.com for tickets. Doug Smith and Ryan Beck will face off against each other, and then they will take on the winner of Joe Larson versus Anthony DeVito. Listen to the confidence there. You know why? Because I'm reading it. Because you're an actor. Mm. And you're a hell of an actor. I tried to pitch that to Jay Moore. Maybe he'll put him put you in one of his movies. That would be fun. See, that's not a, that's not a red line, right? No. And you tried to give me the brush off, end it, if you will. Let's bring those guys in here. It's Doug Smith and Ryan Beck. When you hear the March Madness theme, you know we are down to the final four. Uh, Doug Smith and Ryan Backer here with us. You know what I like about you guys? <laughs> you keep the jackets on. Oh, and yeah, it's a yeah, good, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, if you got anything in your pockets, you don't want to stall, keep the fucking jackets on. Yeah, I don't well, trust I don't know anyone. to worry about that. No. <laughs> no, in this place? <laughs> yeah? We're right next Bunch to... Yeah, well... We're Keeping right, everything close. We're right next to M&M Station, if you know what I'm saying. Uh-oh, okay. You know All what right. I mean? The candy? Shady, uh, e- what is it? Shady 5-0 or something? Oh. It's Shady 45. 45. Shady 5-0 is what you're somewhere. yelling when the cops show up. <laughs> that's, that's the old 5-0 thing. Uh... Are you guys excited about this? Is down the oh, final yeah. four? Yes, very excited. Who's the it's guy to honor. beat, though? Who do you Devito. think? Anthony Devito. Anthony right. Devito. Yeah, it's Devito's the guy. You met him. Going to take a whoop. Here's what happened with Devito. He Uh-oh. told me he's got this. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. He said, he said, he'll probably write material 15 minutes before. That's great. That's he'll probably be great, great too. Yeah. The, he's a joke machine. So he's the dude. How's oh, the yeah. dude? He's the dude. No one, uh, no one's upset about it either. It's well, well deserved. He's the hardest working guy I know. I called it last March. He was going to win. So, Every March. You know, yeah. <laughs> Every March, we think, oh, Devito's going to win. It's Devito's year. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same way with Villanova. If I anyone else believe... wins, we're we're going to loot the place. You know, but <laughs> even if I win, I'm yeah. going to flip him. I'm going to flip a shit. I. I like the attitude that it's his time. Yeah. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his time. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. I'm, I'm just, he, he's a guy that everybody looks up to. He's, he's a great joke writer. He's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just how, glad I made it through the first round. I was just. That, the that's first all, round. That's all that, I gave a shit about was yeah. made it through the first round. So anything. Because you only have how long in the first a round? A minute. A minute is yeah. impossible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what is a minute? Yeah. Right. And so then we, you do two minutes, and then you do, uh, what was it, five, five. and then. 
eight, eight and yeah. now ten and ten and then if you advance then you do fifteen later in the same show. So it's like what do you what do you do? What do you hold on to? They already know you. They've already just made up their mind and then you're you're back and like, did I tell you this thing I said earlier or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> but it's great. It's so great. You guys are ten minutes against each other. Yeah. Right. And then it's vicious competition right. here. And then fifteen <laughs> minutes against DeVito. Yep. Yeah. I love how the other guy isn't even mentioned. <laughs> Joe's a good comic. Shout out to Joe Larson. He's yeah. going to put you up a fight. You know what Joe Larson says? His wife's a doctor. Yeah. You can't pull for yeah, a guy yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> you cannot. Because he said to me, he goes, I'm not going to leave the house just to go do a set. My wife's a doctor. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's the exact opposite of a hungry young comic. Yeah, sure. we have you know? nobody, yeah. so we're yeah. ready to go. We're here. I, here's the thing. I don't even, no matter what happens, I still think you're going to end up with nobody. Yeah. I mean, you know, no matter how <laughs> well, you know, you've got your own series, you're doing movies right. in the off time. Still. The personal life will suck. I hear this phrase all the time. Maybe you do too, but there's a lot of comics, just people in general, they go, oh, I'm, af- I'm afraid I'm going to die alone. But aren't we all, right? I, You're going to take a, yeah. somebody with you? I don't get it. Or leave someone heartbroken. Yeah. You know, it's, I think there's no good dying alone sounds better than dying with a crowd of screaming people on a <laughs> yeah, plane. Yeah. On, the bus, be, yeah. on the bus you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I, I wish I just had a couple of moments to work this out myself. Yeah. It sounds like a relief. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want it to, you know, get that should be a personal thing. I but think, right? even when you bring that up, it makes me think. Wait, everyone in this room is going to die. Yeah, I don't think that when I'm watching a movie and people are shooting each other. No. You know what I mean? I watch right. a movie and a planet blows up, but only when someone brings up dying alone do I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's going to die. But it's so strange because I know so many comedians, especially, that are just transfixed on the on the idea, like so morbid. And then right. they try to make a joke about it. And then, you know, the hundred people <laughs> in the audience go, no, that's no. not. No, we just had dinner. We don't want, <laughs> we don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I think grass is always greener, though, because I, I have I have a wife of two years. So mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I'd rather die alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. That's that's gonna suck well, for her, and see, I know I'm gonna go first because I'm the far less. Well, you gotta go first. A lot of yeah, red. You know what I mean? Like every man has to go first. Yeah, you gotta go, and then kids, then you gotta go. Look at me, I die first, then you, and then the kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want there to be order. anything else. Sure. So every every time I've ever been to a funeral, and the wife dies. Fucking dude will grab you by the shirt and start to yell like this wasn't supposed to happen yeah, this yeah, way. Yeah. Should have been me. Yeah, they'll yeah. just be like, "Hey, it's not a rule, dude. You, you just can't never know." Yeah, yeah. boy, <laughs> what, do you agree with him? Like, yeah, should be you. I wanted it to be you. <laughs> That's what I was interested in. But um, you know, uh, I, these people on my street they had a baby the other day, uh-huh. and I actually said, "I go, how long do you think this before this baby dies?" And they're like, <laughs> "Well, you know, people live longer." I go, "Yeah, but." We're in New York. You know, something could fall on it. Man, hit Christ. by a California's truck. running out of water. We don't know what's going on. They got one year water left. Yeah, isn't that terrifying? One year. One year. You see that? There's an article. One year. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I have um, no idea how morbid this is going to be. Well, you, you know, know that's, it's kind of with the yeah, energy I, I put I actually, out. <laughs> I actually have a baby on the way. You didn't even know this. Oh I just God. started telling my family this week. So yeah. Holy now, cow. Uh, the first. Geez, now I really have now the fear you tell of God the nation. So. Yeah. <laughs> you will never. First. I will tell you, you'll never going to have another relaxing moment. I, I know. That is it. You and never this, had uh, one before, actually. No, so. No. <laughs> so but now you got something worth worrying about. Like Fez is worried. He's going, but Fez, he's made it to late in life. 
but he's going to die alone, and he's <laughs> yeah. already, you know what I mean? He's just packed with anxiety, and you're, he's seeing a therapist that he stopped. He yelled at a year ago and said, "You can't help me." And that now is going back. I guess crawling to her, begging. Yeah. Oh, you so need her to take you back. You come back. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, sure. Did she, she already, she well, already she put a wing on her summer house. Money. Did she up the yeah. price, or did she be like, "Oh, with open arms"? Did you guys talk money? We haven't talked money yet. I'm oh, sure man. that'll. Isn't that the worst part of therapy? Is the the money exchange at the end? You feel yeah. Like such a. I would only give cash and like I put John. it down her top. <laughs> Here's a something. And I, either I just throw it in her in the chest and go, and then hit her with another twenty and go. I always tip my horse. <laughs> because I've you know been like emotionally disturbed in there no. and crying. Yes. No. And then. Don't even think to pull out the checkbook to. Oh, I thought you meant your cock. No. I just no, 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 yeah, well. said pull out. No one just and then, like yeah, checkbook. Checks. Come on. Then it is. <laughs> oh, let me, uh, let's see what we have What's here. What's the date today? Uh, oh, she doesn't 15. take a card. I'm still writing 14. <laughs> the oh. beauty of it, Fez, is you're current. You're staying up to date with stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's always good yeah. to what, be in the yeah. moment. Yeah, you're in the moment. Now, do you have, like, a, a big inkwell and a feather pen? Let's make this out. <laughs> He's writing thou across it. Um, at least your therapist doesn't fall asleep on you. I had a therapist, though. I would look over really? and he would just be nodding really? off all the time. Oh, yeah. man. I'm fighting to stay awake right now. Dude. I can tell you, too. you were halfway through that story. I'm just like, when is this ending? What were you Come seeing on, a therapist man. for? Oh, just uh, just general. I, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, so that's uh, that's that's I think has done a number on me. Really? And yeah, mm. my mom died when I was seventeen. There's yeah, you know, there's been some shit. Do you celebrate birthdays pretty, now? I do, but I don't. I don't enjoy them. I don't enjoy. <laughs> it feels bad. So I don't you're, enjoy. You're I don't enjoy any holidays. <Yeah>. I, I I felt like I was missing out a lot growing up, and now that I and that I'm able to yeah. celebrate holidays, like oh, this is Christmas blows but just the, a bunch of horse shit. You ever <laughs> met, yeah, yeah, it's not great. But do you miss going to people's houses early in the morning and just knocking on strangers' <laughs> doors? One way to spend a Saturday, getting yeah. screamed at by a lady in a bathrobe. Oh Did yeah, you, ever, you had, you had to the time that? I was six years old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you have to dress a certain way, or is that just more yeah. No, you gotta you gotta dress up a little bit. Wow, wear a shirt and tie. Oh, you ever man. bring coffee for anyone? No, you know what I mean. No, that would have been a good move. Yeah, I think you if know? you had coffee and muffins, everybody like, slam hey, the door yeah. sure. <laughs> so what were you saying about eternity? You just sit there. Eating. How many slots in heaven? <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta just keep praying. <laughs> People will go do anything for free food and Fuck like free yeah. free T-shirts, things yeah. like just shit they don't need yeah. anyway. Well, that's see the Christians, the Catholics always been on that before they give a bum a bologna sandwich he's got to you know say the our father uh, and they'll say anything they're like i'm fucking starving yes yeah africans yeah. will fall yeah. on their knees for medicine and food sure yeah. but you guys come around which by the way i love the reservoir dogs look that is fucking cool <laughs> you know what i mean it's just very plain very simple but badass all right Thank if there you. was like six Jehovah Witnesses sitting there, you should and they come out, you'd just be playing stuck in the middle. Just <laughs> yeah. standing looking at the door. Holding someone's ear. And they definitely yeah. wouldn't open the door. That was what made you dump out of your faith though? Uh well my mom was the one who spearheaded the whole thing. Yeah. And my siblings and my dad and I all went along with it. And then yeah. and then after she died, my dad and I 
kept it up for like another three years and then mm -hmm. i was just like i had, i was the one that pulled the plug on i was like dad what the f we don't have to do this anymore and he's like, oh thank god you said something <laughs> you know? i was doing it for you dude yeah oh man so it was uh good riddance yeah 20 years in the trenches well that'll be horrible that'll give you a ther like a therapy thing yeah, yeah. That'll, what did they tell you to run. break you of it, though? Did they tell you to stop feeling guilty about it? or About in therapy? Yeah, I mean, was that what you were fucked up from? Like, I feel guilty about leaving my faith? or uh, No, more just like feeling very behind. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I felt like I was kind of kept in a bubble for 20 years. Then, yeah. you, you know, you're released into uh, the like world, that, and it's uh, kind of very, it's pretty overwhelming. You like know? that fear of missing out kind of thing? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 I get that. Definitely. So, you know, you feel like you got a lot of catching up to do in terms right. of just, you know, social interaction. You know, I wasn't allowed to date. You know, they, they frown upon, yeah. all, you know, no premarital sex, no drinking, no drugs. Well, so I little, just totally went off the rails when I left. I you mean, know? you're a little behind the times. That's okay. Yeah. That's why I'm not even bringing up the soul patch. I'm like, fuck it, man. <laughs> you know what? He's doing it now. That's fucking cool. You know, he's with it. <laughs> Those of you listening, I also have a jerry curl and polyester bell bottoms. Why on. not? Why not? Now, the Amish do a thing with their kids. Rumspringer, right? Rumspringer. Yeah, when great. they're 18, oh. they said, go out and fucking do everything. Yeah. And when you're ready, come back. But if you don't, you know, if you don't do it, you're out. Right. You'll right. never see your family again and all. Yeah. So it's that time you get to go out and have sex. And, you know, and I, I grew up not far from Amish people. And they would just start smoking dust. They would go from nothing Jesus. to angel dust. Holy Jeez. cow. And they're just like, fuck. <laughs> you're just like all right wow. enjoy yourself wow. yeah that's uh that's that's, yeah. that's that's a that's pretty heavy right there <laughs> yeah i know uh there was like my friend is raising her child a vegetarian because her her whole logic is like oh when he rebels he won't rebel too hard he'll I just like eat cheeseburgers and stuff yeah. mm. but i don't know if that logic works for me no i think it does and that's why i like any school that has a uniform because a kid will just like you know pull his shirt tail out and he's fucking and he james feels, dean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. but if you don't if you have a very liberal school then the then you clothes gotta are go off yeah. you gotta go nuts <laughs> yeah. you know you gotta I go crazy so, yeah yeah, maybe that maybe that works. Yeah. I would, I'm really curious to see how it turns out when he's 17. If he's just like thinking a cheeseburger is making him cool, though. <laughs> if he's just sitting there like right. fucking, you see what I'm doing? Slaughtering oh, yeah. cows, wild, just fucking <laughs> cheeseburger, feeling like he's badass. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's. I don't know. Are you gonna? You could. What are you? What are you most afraid of with this baby thing? Well, like you were saying, just like horrible shit happening. You know, I'm, one of my biggest fears living in New York City is getting killed by a falling air conditioner. Sure. You know oh, what I mean? Shit. That happens right, all that's, the time. That's my, I got all that time. one now. I just now. Every now and then it'll just enter yeah. my head and I will quickly just shoot out from the side of a building and a like, start walking down the middle of the street. A woman got killed by plywood last week. And plywood blew off a building. Oh, my God. that wind hit her, killed her. She's like Jesus young Christ. woman doing well, living downtown. Yeah. Over. It's just a jungle. Yeah, it is. It's a jungle. <laughs> That's, That's what you got to worry about with your baby. External yeah, factors, yeah. things you can't control. So yeah. here's what we're going to do. We'll just write down everything that we're nervous with your baby about, but we won't bring it up on the air. Oh, great. <laughs> just write mine, and then I'll, I'll just turn it over. No one's going to see it. I'm right. telling you right now. I think DeVito's got problems. I think one of these guys is ready to pop up. Ooh. What? Yeah. 
Excellent. I'm just, I'm, you hear I'm that, impressed. DeVito? I, he's so full of self-doubt that I'm shocked that he actually said he's got it in the yeah. There's no way he said that. No, he did. He's like, dude, I don't even know why I'm fucking doing yeah, this. He goes, no- <laughs> I, I, I can go on my couch, fucking call them on the phone, put it up, and I'll kill next to these guys. <laughs> oh, man. Is it weird, though, to compete against your friends because you're all buddies together? Sure. This is is your class. This is the guys that you come up with. Right, right. Who do you guys consider the class before you? Like, who's the next guys that you're like, oh... Like above, above yeah, us. Above yeah. Us? I mean, like the guys in terms that were, of time and breaks and stuff like that. The guys that have been hosting, you know, Sam Marill, Mark Norman, yeah, you know, like John Donnelly, Donnelly and, yeah, right. those fellows. Uh, yeah, they're all guys. Mackie, that were, all those guys. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I feel like they were kind of where we were a couple of years ago, and now working more of the clubs and able to do some yeah. more TV things like that. So, yeah, I would say those. But fellas. there is time you got to put in, man. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. And that's yeah. how it should be. That's why I think we're all collectively like, yeah, it's DeVito. Pick DeVito. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Why are we having a contest? Just work the guy. Give him right, some spots. Right. 20 bucks and a meal. Help him out. <laughs> and me and me and DeVito actually started around the same time. We used to do mics at Eastville together all the time. But he's, you know, he's not, he's, uh, he's really hitting his stride like nobody else. And he hustles harder than anybody. So, you know, just because we started out, I don't, I still don't feel like I'm, you know, you know that you, know, you haven't put in him. the work you said. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, you're yeah. right. I work hard, but right. he works, he, he works harder, mm. you know, so he's got a knack where he's he well deserved. He'll get a new idea and then it'll come out like a finished bit. And yeah. There's like no ums or errs or like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah what yeah. else should I say? You know, there's none of that. The ums him. and errs are a big pitfall of mine. Maybe yeah. I'll just do um, that for 15 minutes. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll just babble. I don't know. my weakness. From what I hear, dead air is getting more and more popular all the time that you just sit there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the, the people will actually lean in. Yeah. They'll lean towards you. Sure. You know, uh, like uh, Bob Newhart to- uh, had told me that he wrote in all the uncomfortable pauses yeah. into his oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did this interview w- with him in front of like 350 people. And during the interview, he would do that. And I would feel that kind of rubber band yeah. pulling from the audience. And then he would drop the fucking hammer. Right. Right. It would be really cool. And then later he's like, thanks for not stepping on me. Cause, and he would, he, I'm not going to say who he says steps on him all the time. It was Jay Leno. But it was like, <laughs> fucking Leno would like throw a joke yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Because he couldn't like, handle I, the silence. Yeah, I do, well, or he couldn't, uh, you know, he just felt like, hey, here's a yeah, place for yeah. me to, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And, but he needed, he needed those things. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Well, there's definitely that theory, and I think we encounter this with these like loud bar shows where right. people may or may not know that a comedy show is going to happen. It's like, if you try to compete, with the noise that they're making and get louder or do whatever, right. then you're just going to be drowned out and they'll talk even louder. But if you take it down a peg... Yeah. And, yeah. We, and Doug and I are both kind of like relatively uh, subdued fellas on yeah, stage. Yeah, we're not so. screaming and flipping chairs over. Yeah, but that's a, that's a great way to draw people into you. So you just bring yeah. it down a little more. Just a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. musicians do that too when they play in restaurants and whatever else. Like yeah. if you try to compete with, with their conversation what they're doing then they're not even gonna it's like a like a wavelength thing right right i don't know if you guys know joe para he's a he's a oh, guy man. he's a comic that is in, in the same circle as us he has like one of the most low-key monotone <laughs> quiet deliveries he spends the first 30 seconds on stage just adjusting the mic in silence <laughs> mm-hmm. and people the place just shuts the fuck up yeah you know they, I mean? they tune like, in they want to see what it is right. attention right i think that's something just when people want to see what is going on yeah you know yeah, totally. Fez, I think you got that. 
That's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't transfer on the radio. <laughs> Doug Smith well, and Ryan he's doing it. He was doing it. So you, you should have stayed with it. It was beautiful. <laughs> but go ahead and do the plug thing. But do it big for these guys because I really want to see DeVito get upset. I do. <laughs> I want to see it turn around. Just talk him. to him. He's and, always and, upset. You know, DeVito, if, you know, if and when he wins tonight, he has to live with the fact that he's taking food out of my unborn child's mouth. So. Oh, God. The nourishment. Just got to throw that in yeah, there. Yeah, they, right? they need nourishment at this <laughs> point. <laughs> Ryan Beck and soon-to-be father Doug Smith are part of the final four tonight at Caroline's Comedy Madness, happening at 7 p.m. Caroline's on Broadway. Caroline's.com for tickets. Doug Smith versus Ryan Beck tonight. And then the winner goes to the championship round against the winner of Joe Larson versus Anthony DeVito. Sorry, Fez. I'm getting texts now from Big VPs. Um... You gotta keep talking when I say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Or just do that thing that you do where you bring it down a little bit. Yeah. Let's, let's see your delivery when you're that way. Well, I, I'll, I'll play it for you. Can I play him the blueberry thing? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. This is a, a break. Here's what happened. Um, I was eating a sandwich on the air, didn't want to finish it. Took, and I got up and took half the sandwich to give to my producer in the other room. It's going to be the blueberry thing on YouTube. Oh, we just got it on YouTube, or you want to do the video? So, and Fez, I didn't know that this happened, but he had a little, what would you consider it, Fez? Meltdown, panic attack. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, just, I would say panic attack. Because, did you think that I didn't like what you were saying? I didn't know where you went. I didn't know when you were coming back, and I just but really you... fell apart. <laughs> so this was when you let left for a split second yeah, to get so, someone yeah. a sandwich. So I didn't know. Yeah, I, you know, I took it over to give Chris half my sandwich because I'm all like, uh, I'll just say this: he always wants half my sandwiches. Sure, I'm yeah. Gonna feed him. It's a big thing for him. So are we going to play it from in there? But at one point, you could actually hear. So I didn't know any of this happened until later. Listeners. Uh, told us about it. Became somewhat famous. Grab some headphones. Sir. Why can't we play it in the room? Uh, they won't hear it with the mics on. Okay. With the mics could have went off. All right. Now, the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, not a, <laughs> a standalone stand fruit. <laughs> Um, the voice uh, is going to get the uh, spot after uh, the Super Bowl. That's, of course, if we have a Super Bowl this coming season. <laughs> that's not the uh, that's not the one that I like, though, because I like it the way that it went on longer. But I, I think it, you guys, great, though. Yeah, it is pretty <laughs> amazing. Right. He was about to give his recipe for fruit salad. Yeah, it was just a whole thing. And then, like, later, people had brought up of all the, you know, people that do eat blueberries. They just have blueberries. Sure, yeah. <laughs> there is, though. No... They're packed with antioxidants. <laughs> yeah. Just pop a couple handfuls. Yeah. Superfood. <laughs> But so the people at home heard that. Yeah. But you have a tendency for that, right? Yeah. Now, I think <laughs> the reason why people who speak for a living find it funny is because it's always right there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's always right there that, that that could happen. 
You know, you see some guy in his teleprompter goes out on the news. He just shorts his brain. He just shorts. Yeah. And there's nothing to me like seeing somebody on network TV having a bad set. Like they'll come out on a show and you watch it and you're just like, this is way more interesting than if they had a good set. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It's good for viewership. Yeah. Ideally, that doesn't happen to either of us tonight, you know? <laughs> Way to put it in his head, man. That no, fucking, no. no that was great. <laughs> Sick That's bastard. That thing, yeah. Oh, man. You already brought up about his kid and all that. It's like a nice boy next door, but he's a, he's a twisted son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. They're the ones that always end up killing somebody. Oh, great. <laughs> what part of the country are you from? I'm from Missouri. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Right in the middle. See what I mean? Right in the middle. Right in the fucking right in middle. The middle. How, long, how old were you before you saw an ocean? Oh, oh, good question. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, that's probably like eight or nine. I think we went to Disney World or what's the one in Florida? Disney yeah, World. World. But that's not an ocean there. There's not yeah, an ocean over there? Slap dab in the middle, right? <laughs> okay, then, then 16, probably. 16? You thought yeah. what Shamu yeah. was swimming in was the ocean. Yeah, but you know, there's you a lot of big water. <laughs> if you can't see the other side, what is it? You know, There's no way to tell. <laughs> but were you just staring? Could you believe seeing that much water after growing up landlocked? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd seen, like, movies and stuff. I wasn't totally blown away by it. Right. But, but I've seen fucking E.T., but I'd still freak out if sure. I saw an alien walk in here. You're like, what is it? There's definitely something strange about the beach, I think, that I was yeah. I was like, man, this is weird. And then you start to think, I, I at least I, for me, I would yeah. just start to think about the... Uh, like the explorers, the guys on the wooden ships, just like, yeah, let me go out there. I'm like, man, that's what that's. Yeah, that was ridiculous, right? Yeah, what are they doing? Yeah, I mean, go go for it, but holy cow! Just also, leaving, <laughs> leaving. Yes, they put. And there's no women. You don't. How do they eat? They fish. They well, fish they have, and, and die of scurvy, right? Yeah, they had yeah. salted not meat. Not blueberries. They had salted <laughs> yes. meat. Um, salted meat. But it's not really a standalone fruit, Fez. It really needs another. What fruit was that? What you were going for? It needs a, some sort of combo. Yeah, I'm not a it. fan of the blueberries at all. Really? Oh no. man! The only time oh. I hear people eat them is in a muffin. So, you know, how great of a fruit can that be? See, it's it's working for you, Fez. Yeah. He's never heard of blueberries and yogurt, or people just eating blueberries. Yeah, no. Do you eat just blueberries? Yeah, yeah. Handfuls, too, really? Yeah. Wow. I I I I'm trying to get pretty health conscious in my yeah. in my old age. I'll, I'll do a thing now where I just like open up the lettuce crisper and just shovel fistfuls of arugula in my mouth. No dressing, <laughs> no nothing mixed in. Just man, just raw live. dog arugula. I want to see this baby graduate <laughs> from high school. <laughs> I need to do that. I eat like yeah. I'm divorced. I just... <laughs> I just it's just frozen foods. Uh, like it's either over or in front of something. Like over the sink, out in front of the TV, running just, water just, just shoveling. The sink. Yeah. yeah. I think that they could actually be sued for calling that food. I don't know what it is. Frozen foods. Yeah, that yeah. Fro- yeah. That you microwave it and then it becomes food suddenly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I do no. have a microwave. There's a lot of people that don't even own microwaves, which yeah. is preposterous to me. I didn't want right? it. But you don't years. cook in it, right? No, I mean, I don't I'll cook in it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, but to sit and go, oh, my dinner is going in the microwave? No, I <laughs> no. couldn't. That's the second round. Microwaves for the second round yes, yes. of the food. You heat it back up. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a right off the bat kind of thing. Right. Oh, man. I didn't have a microwave for like uh, 
the last four years. I got one a couple months ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't because of principles, because you probably couldn't afford one, I couldn't one, afford right? one, yeah. and uh, where do you put one in the what apartment? What you have a toaster oven instead, just a very slow No, microwave? you know what it was? I just ate everything right away. There was no reheating <laughs> yeah. option, you know? There was no leftovers. No, there were you no leftovers. 200 pounds more. Well, the... Uh, you know, the amount of people who don't use their stoves in New York City is like crazy. Yeah. Um, people Jim, really do use them as storage units, you know? Jim Norton <laughs> keeps his t-shirts in the city where Carrie yeah. uh, kept her shoes in there, but people yeah. really do that. Jim Norton keeps his t-shirts in his oven. Yeah? yeah. Oh, man. That's and awesome. then he keeps body parts in there. So to, you in know the what freezer. I mean? That's a, yeah. <laughs> people put their jeans in the freezer, so why not? <laughs> why would someone put their jeans in the freezer? You haven't heard of this? No. You freezer to like get the smell out and then it doesn't affect uh like the way that they fit and if they like wear when they wear and the it doesn't washer break and down the dryer. The fabric. Right, but doesn't that smell stay in your freezer with your food? I would assume so, but you know, it's all frozen. Is that food yeah. anyway? So <laughs> How is that? Uh, I mean, your ice is in clean it. Now, Some people are adamant about this jeans freezer thing. I'm not. I'm a traditionalist. I like them to be on my body or in some kind of closet. I'm glad you made that stand yeah. and put it out I'm there. I'm a jeans traditionalist. <laughs> I know a guy, Fez, you know him he worked for. It's that big guy. And he had something wrong with his feet where his feet would stink. And then he used to have to keep his shoes in the freezer Jesus. yeah he put his sneakers night, in there because of whatever foot funk that he had Gross. i don't know what was wrong with him something that'll, that'll yeah. cure you eating tv dinners right yeah yeah, yeah. that's definitely he had tv dinner foot is what they <laughs> actually ended up calling it he'd eaten i think the most tv dinners you could eat is 12 before you know the limit is gone now Fez, you're, you've always been a single guy right yeah but you have a lot of friends. No. That you, go, okay, you don't, have, <laughs> no. You don't no. have any friends. No. So what is dinner like for Fez Watley? What do you do? I usually will stop and get something and then eat it when I get home. But like no. takeout? Out of, yeah, usually out of the container. Fez is always going to give you a truthful answer. A lot of people would run think of people bizarre. say That's they had friends. Point. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he could have easily just said, yeah, I got friends. I got buddies. We all go out to dinner together. It's great. Down in the West Village. We're down there gaying it up. But there, I think, and I'm being honest about this, there's something sadder about like a single gay guy sitting in his apartment eating alone than a single hetero guy. There's just something like mm. yeah, because you, you know. think that, well, yeah. Do you, you so you're under the impression that, that gay people are more social than yeah. I think sure. that they run in packs and they have more fun <laughs> and then <laughs> they're pick of the litter, right? Yeah, they just have, and just, the, I mean, like, let's face it, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, Fez, but they will blow each other at the drop of a hat. You could go. <laughs> To a party, and everyone will have sex with each other. This sounds a lot like Doug's fear of missing out thing. Yeah, this is what you missed out on. Gay 80s. I got a whole other world to yeah. get in on. But see, the thing is, you know how like dudes don't normally turn down sex, right? Sure. Well, this is two dudes together. Yeah. So if you're sitting there and two guys would say to each other, you want to just blow each other? A guy would more likely say yes. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that I could. 
I guess you're right. I don't know. <laughs> I need you to thing. take a stand here. This isn't fucking here's, frozen here's the thing, though. All right? I got to be honest. Yeah. This is where I land on most issues is I have no idea if I have an opinion about it until right. I hear someone else's opinion. I go, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> that sounds fine no, to me. Fez, am I wrong with that, though? No. He's so, not. Am I right that the gay guy with nothing to do is even sadder than the straight guy? I mean, the lonely guy is always going to be a, a sad thing. Sure. You know what lonely I mean? person. Yeah. Well, it's because a, a, a single straight man, if he, you know, if he's like, well, I'm going to get out of the house tonight, go to a bar, his odds of, of picking somebody up are very slim. But a single gay guy, if he goes out to, he's, he's, his chances are much better, right? So I would think you would I just want to so. play well, the social odds. options, I would, would, would be better. But yeah. I think even getting laid options. Absolutely. I yeah. think it's got to be as easy for a gay guy to get laid as it is for a woman to get laid. Uh, yep. And that's fucking simple. Yeah, but also the quality of these sexual encounters have to be in the in the shitter. That's a different. That's a different situation. Yeah, yeah we're not but that's also a deterrent. At least for me, you know, I want to have like like a good sex. I don't want to have. So you turn down sex? Uh, well, you know, listen. Uh... <laughs> have you ever once turned down sex? Sure. Yeah. Then you're gay. Oh. That's all I'm saying. All right. If you turn down sex well, it was with a from woman. a guy, so does that... <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, 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 okay. that came back. Uh, but you have turned down sex. Someone's come up to you and said, I, I mean, wanna... okay, nobody ever has said to me, hey, you, let's go have sex, right? right? So I guess in that sense, no, I haven't ever turned it down. But I've definitely been like, maybe there's a chance here. I'm exhausted. I'm already way too drunk, and I need. I got to get up at six in the morning. Let me go home. You know, I've done that. I've bailed on yeah, a night. There's a, there's, a, I, there's a fine line between gay and responsible. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think the only people that have had someone walk up and say, "Hey, let's have sex right now," is gay guys and Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? Like, sure, I think yeah. it's happened for Brad Pitt, where he he could go, "I will definitely get laid tonight." Uh, a guy always thinks, I got a pretty good shot at getting laid tonight. I'm going out in this strange place. But for gay guys, I think it's close to 100%. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I would think so. <laughs> I would think so. But you don't know. I don't know so. 100% return know. on your investment of $14 at the bar or whatever drinks you're buying. I mean, I've gone out to gay bars where it seems like, yes, everybody's here looks like they're going home with someone right, tonight. Give yeah. them the kick of the story, Fez. Oh, that one, uh, the, yeah. Not I would, only gay, but. I'm sorry. You're okay. not only gay. Oh, but a virgin. He's not oh, a virgin. Never no had way. sex. Why would that get a sad thing? Well, I mean, you're out of this far. <laughs> well, you know, good, get oh, out I'm there. I'm kidding. Right? I'm just kidding. I wanted to make an awkward moment. Oh, no. No, no, it's fine. No like awkward moments here. No. Um, Is this like a lack of interest thing? Just a fear thing. Oh, a fear thing. Okay. That's understandable. Fear of what? Being bitten? <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. I don't want to be bit. Well, it happens. Do you, do you, are you looking forward to eventually getting rid of the the virginity, or is this something that you're it's okay with? It's become such a big thing in my head that yeah. now the fear is really gigantic. Sure, yeah. Oh. Well, that's a shame. Maybe you can find somebody that's uh, very understanding about it. You they... want, are you looking for somebody? So I got the perfect thing if you're looking to turn somebody on. What's that? Jeans in the freezer. <laughs> just some really cold jeans. Yes, starter. it is. Just become walking in with these ice jeans. Yeah. Just like, do these jeans look too cold? Is, yeah. <laughs> is your dick invisible or do you just keep your jeans in the freezer? It seems like you could just keep ice packs in your back pocket and everything would stay fresh for a while. That's a great point. 
if you're true. following this freezer theory. And then they, you get wet eventually, right? You sit on it. You got to sit on your pants. Listen. Because uh, <laughs> you went for get wet, and then he was like, "Wait, maybe he thinks he's like, right." You know, like a girl thing. Right. I don't, you know? I don't <laughs> like the gay guys. Do your dicks get wet if you're turned on by a stud? That's what he's saying. Oh. <laughs> Can I ask how old you are, Fez? Oh, no, I can't. Uh, all right. Well, well, I'm only I'm only wondering because you know I, it it only gets harder obviously See, the longer you wait. Yeah. Like I, I was I was 21 because of the whole Jehovah's Witness thing, and right. I I felt way behind you know mm. at 21. I was 20 by popular demand, so <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing. <laughs> so are you in the the area of them? Is that how old you are? I'm a little older than 20 and 21. <laughs> I'm a little you know, north of that. You're older if you could put those two numbers together. <laughs> And then slide a third one in. <laughs> but, you know, you gotta, you, you can't play so much importance on it. You know? No. The girl I lost yeah. my virginity to looked like uh, Wayne Arnold from The Wonder Years. Yeah. So, you know. Shit. So I had to get it out of the way. <laughs> and that happens for most people. Yeah, it's I was a Jason a, Hervey look alike. I was with a big girl wearing a lot of powder that actually dried my whole mouth out. <laughs> you know Jesus. what I mean? Just being there, I was like, oh, I wish I could get a drink. And oh, not man. only that, here's the thing. My grandfather was dying in the other room, and I still went for it. <laughs> that that's actually, great. you know, that's that's very bold. That's brave right yeah. there. He would have well, wanted you to, I think that's an right? admirable that's, story. Well, You're the he, hero of that one. The following day, this happened at my grandparents' uh, thing. My grandmother said to me at breakfast table, any port in the storm, huh? <laughs> wow. And then the, we all left. Uh, oh look, he's picking up, looking up pictures of Wayne Arnold. Yeah, that's oh, there it is, wow. nice Wayne Arnold thing. That's her. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> see. Here's, first of all, I don't think Wayne Arnold was a bad-looking girl, so I think you were onto something. Yeah, that's a lot of hair. Looks looks a little special, but yeah, it was. Uh, and I also, so well, I don't. It was 21. Brought her back to my place. I was living living in Washington D.C. at the time. Had my own apartment. And I didn't have any condoms. I was not prepared for this. So, like, brought her back to my place. I was like, hold on one sec. I got in my car, drove to CVS, bought condoms. And I was like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, pop my load in 30 seconds. So I'm, I rubbed one out in the car real quick Smart. before I went back inside. Smart. Nuisance batch. Didn't help at all. Yeah, it didn't make a Still difference. Went. Maybe it. bought me an extra seven seconds. But <laughs> How long it. were you gone? <laughs> like, Ten minutes. That DC traffic away. that could take yeah, forever. Right? <laughs> that belt whale. Why is really that the part of the story chances? that you focused on? The <laughs> yeah, traffic. The traffic. Yeah. That's an interesting thing, though, because you keep a condom in your wallet. No, I don't. So you don't even expect when you go out. No. I but I guess for you it's great because you can borrow. <laughs> That's so, yeah, the sure. other person should have one, one on right. him. Yeah. yeah. You got the next one. <laughs> I could say I just ran out. Do you yeah. have one? Do people keep condoms in their wallet? I never did that. Because I feel like it. if you if it falls well, out, it just have. looks like you're, I don't know, it just looks yeah, like, I you're, mean, like you're planning on it. It's a little weird. Yeah, I, I yeah. just keep one in my sock. It feels like there's like a I motive kind of thing. But yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. you got to hide. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's smart to, to tape it to the outside of your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just let people know. <laughs> kind of like a flare in the... Yeah. In the yes. <laughs> so Fez's other thing that he's concerned about and I never thought about this before, but he's worried about dating someone that can beat him up. 
And I'm like, really? oh, that's oh, weird. Me like, too. <laughs> women think about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you're a girl, you're like, I hope I'm going out on this blind date. I hope he doesn't choke me to death. But we've never. Then when Fez brought it up, I'm like, oh, I guess all chicks worry about that. You know? I w- you think all, t- all women do? Yeah. I think in the back of their mind, they're thinking this dude could choke me. I'm always fascinated how any women live in New York City. I mean, because of just that. There's so many unknown plywood, all of it. Right. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's so many things that just could like ruin, just change Absolutely. your entire life. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, if it's dark, if it's dark enough out, I'm, I'm worried. You know, being walking alone on the street. I'm like, Are you? Oh, man. Yeah, I put my yeah. keys around my finger and I. No, yeah, I don't. yeah, that's good. You that's a, good. You then you have, have like a, a little sword. Yeah, he's like, hey, yeah. I'll fucking start you up, bitch, right here in the street. <laughs> yeah, but improvised weapons are fun, though, right? Yeah. Like thinking about what you have on your person that you could use. You know, sure. One time I was walking through Bushwick and I was finishing a slice of pizza and it was like, I could feel it was a dangerous neighborhood. I just folded the pizza plate like three times and I had like a lethal shiv, like a paper shiv made out of a pizza plate. (laughs) (laughs) I was so proud of myself. I was like, come on, bring it on. That's creative. Yeah, right. Creative defense. Yeah. Well, just don't. Bring uh, you know paper when someone else has plastic. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing you want to get plastic paper to a plastic fight. Yeah. Caroline's Comedy Madness Final Four. That it's is true. tonight at Caroline's on Broadway. The show starts at seven p.m. with Doug Smith versus Ryan Beck. The guys are here today, and they will be taking on the winner of Joe Larson versus Anthony DeVito. That happens tonight at Caroline's. You, you could actually cut the tension with a knife right now. Sixty-four people walked into this, and the odds of being there four white dudes at the end. Uh, (laughs) We're taking it back. Yeah. Yeah, what a relief that we got that. uh... Yeah. Because if there was any one minority, you're like, I know who's winning. I know who's got this. This year, it's a girl. That's why we're all going with DeVito. He's got the most uh, ethnic-sounding name. He does. the most Arab of the bunch. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. Why do you just keep keep putting up pictures of Jeff Garland while we're sitting here? I guess he's coming to Caroline's. Is that it? That's actually who I lost my virginity to. (laughs) The Jeff Garland photo. (laughs) (laughs) I remember distinctly when it was going on, having the thought, like the conscious thought, oh, this is it. So, you know, you got nothing to worry about. You're like Peggy Lee. It's very underwhelming. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. But then, like, an hour later, I was like, I wanna, that's the only thing I ever want to do. So, <laughs> But, I, 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 like I said, I was very young when it happened. And, and with that, as my, you know, what my grandmother said about me. But I found, it, I found it to feel unpleasant the first time. And it wasn't until after the summer when I went back and found my girlfriend that I'm like, oh, this is better in this case. But sure, the first yeah. time for me, I'm like, oh. The first this time with is, anybody is yeah. is definitely weird. That's why you know the going out to a, a bar and uh, just finding whoever is not always going to be like your no. best bet. No, because you haven't perfected it yet. You right. haven't you haven't got your rhythm or you just down. don't give a. Sh- it's like a transaction. You don't care about them at all. Yeah, right. yeah, that's no good. That's not for me at least. I don't know. Some people are really into it. How it's old con- were you? I was. I, I'm trying to figure out whether I was 14 or 15. Holy cow! But it was. And that kind of things. And she was, um, well, she was a Catholic girl, so she was pretty fucking crazy during the summer. But it, but she was also older. So yeah. this was like definitely, mm-hmm. like I thought I'd be making out and she fucking grabbed my cock. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess this is it. Sure. It's right here on the front porch. 
How Here much we older go. are we talking? Like forties? Um, no, she was a couple years older. Oh, okay. But she was, she was, you know, a rebellious teen. Well, she was a street girl. She was from a, a, a you know, a neighborhood where this type of thing took place all the time. This type, <laughs> but but you know, it's like this is always funny. In, Fucking children happens yeah, all the time. In if you watch a movie, they're always teenagers, right? Yeah, but right. but they're really twenty five. Exactly. Sure. But if you like, if you ever saw that movie, kids, you're like, oh, well, Jesus. this is awful. That's... No one wants to see actual kids in a teen sex comedy. Right. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, Probably you... the most upsetting movie I've ever seen. Right. You watch that, you just want to slam your dick in a drawer and yeah. never touch anyone again. What's it about? It's again. about kids having sex? Yeah, it's, it's about, about a bunch kids... of teenagers transporting AIDS to each other right. unknowingly. It was right? New York before they cleaned it up, basically, yeah. is what it was. But... But if you watch a teen sex comedy, you're like, well, this this girl's hot. Yeah, because she's 25. Sure. She's not right. fucking really 16 or 17. Yeah. And then it just looks like little bunnies just slamming against each other. <laughs> you know, it's like watching the hamsters, like shaped hamsters fucking. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so that's what we're saying, Fuzz. You got nothing to worry about at all. Yeah, you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. It'll be... I don't know. There's a hamster thing, I think. Yeah, yeah there's definitely be like somewhat of a hamster thing. I mean, especially since you're gay. You guys put them in your ass, right? Or something? No, I've I'd never. heard that before. Well, wasn't that the the rumor swirling around Richard Gere for a while? Richard Gere and gerbils, right? Do you Is know true? he's here? He's today? here? He's in this building. <laughs> Is he really? Yes. Maybe you'll talk you about it in yeah. person. It's 20 years. That, look, I took a picture of this today. Right? Of what? What are we looking at? Just take a look. And oh, wow. that is Fez's doppelganger. Ooh. I just saw a guy down the street who looks just like Fez. I, and I, so bad, I had to give him a creep shot. I had to say, a look, <laughs> I'm going to take this picture. How long have you had your mustache? Three weeks? Yeah. See, I'm, I'm teaching you how to, to fucking give a false answer. How long have you had it, Fez? Exactly. Um, two and a half years. That's two it? Two and oh, a half really? years, yeah. Oh, wow. wow. It looks. It feels like good uh, look. It feels like it looks like you've had it forever. Yeah, not knowing you, it feels like it's part of your your being. He can also, uh, as one of those guys, can just do giant beards. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You could probably find some of them online where Fez can get that big Russian beard. It goes out, not down. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I can't get a ZZ Top beard. I'm sorry to hear that, Fez. Or a Duck Dynasty one. Yeah. You can't do anything. I can't, I can't really do a beard anything. at all. That's why I do this. Is that I why? Yeah, I can't, I can't rock a full beard. That's the, very, you know, very sparse. Devito can uh, grow one anytime he wants. He's got one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he gets one Snap when he wakes up. That's not even one of Fez's larger beards. No, there's a lot bigger than that. Holy cow! Are there? Oh, no, that's just a. There's a no beard in that picture. It's just particularly gay looking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't uh, grow any kind of facial hair. Really, it just gets kind of dirty looking. And then I got to get rid of it. That's where I'm at. I go to uh, Battle of the Beards with Fez, with him and Eastside Dave. Each tried to have the biggest beard. How long did you guys do that, Fez? That was, I think that was just like a six-month beard. And it got gigantic. Always goes back to factual. Not going for the silly angle. The battle of the <laughs> yeah, beards. Battle of the beards. Get make, a large picture. Don't click on it. Make it larger. Was a real competition? Was there a, was there a monetary like you see, prize? Like week 11 there. One of those. Holy cow. No. Just people being weird. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Yeah, it's it That's does a monster beard. It, it looks like you just have a, like a bunch of tumors underneath. It's kind of like the the like a Jolly Santa, yeah, kind of thing, like where it keeps it's got bounce. 
<laughs> you <laughs> probably could play Santa like one of those guys who just gets to go in without putting anything fake on. Yeah, it's and, it's weird to have more cheek hair than chin hair. Yeah. Mm. For who? Yeah, oh. it's kind of like a civil war. For anyone? For who? Yeah. See, I don't think it. I don't think life should be. You know, I don't think that we should judge people whether they grow more on their chin or their cheek. But that's me. I think that everybody should be equal. We're <laughs> <laughs> really talking tackling the bigger issues here. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I mean, Stop we let off. We let off with death. So I mean, you know, anything after that, yeah. we're just. It's sad we didn't stay with that. I was hoping that we would. I mean, bringing up. Oh, the we can always go back. Yeah, Each we, of us. It's will always be there. It's always ready for us to. Particularly, you know, you. it's right it's under the surface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> particularly me. Isn't that I have this sense about people, and I just. I'm not sure. I'm just worried. You think I'm going to make it to seven o'clock? Yeah, yeah. Really? Ooh, you, are you having a, a premonition of? There's just you seem like the kind of guy that something would happen that would die young. Oh, no. wonderful! Like I'll say this: if I if I got <laughs> on a plane and you were sitting there, I'd probably it. get right back off. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> doing this. I'm not fucking doing this, man. That's funny. Look at this. There's a look at that plane wreck. That would oh boy! They were on an eight minute fall. You know, I was supposed to be on that one. Isn't that, isn't that weird? How that? I was up there. On, I was on the top of that thing. Two years before, people would <laughs> after nine eleven would always tell you when they were in the towers. I was just in yeah. there three years before. Yeah, yeah that's when it yeah. was safe. Yeah, that was a fine morning, the day that you were there. And then people will do people. Well, you know, they want to somehow be attached to the sure. to the tragedy. I think I think people do that still today. Even you know, yeah, it's definitely a big thing. I feel like wanting to like. Or you see somebody like a celebrity die or whatever, and people like immediately will post their oh, yeah. particular relation. With I met them. Joan Rivers back in two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they always got to make it about themselves. Yeah, I mean, wh- however you mourn, you mourn. But uh, you know, I feel like have you okay? So I feel like just narcissism in general is a huge. It's a big commodity nowadays. It's really on the uptick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. You know Twitter what? and all these things. Twitter makes everybody feel like a, a celebrity, like a public right. person. People right. used to feel private. Now yeah. they're going like this. Uh, I got a lot of followers. You know what I mean? And you're like, really? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. what? Yeah. I got a bunch of retweets. Okay? Sure. Right. That's not the same as making a movie. Right. Right. You know? No, that's a great point. Alright, look at this. This is a picture of Fez when he was younger. And this one's hard to believe. And Fezzy, Whoa, I know I've worked shit. for you with you every day for all these years, and I don't remember this look at all. I don't remember that's that in big beard. Yeah, that's, that's when DC. we worked in Washington. That's WJFK. This is pre heart attacks. Yeah, pre heart so, attacks. Yeah, you've, you've had, had multiple heart attacks. You've yeah. had more heart attacks oh, than Jesus. sex. Yes, <laughs> four more. Damn. Four. Yeah. Holy cow. What do you eat? Yeah. I've had, you eat, what do you? What kind of stuff do you eat? Bacon. Still. Well, bacon wrap, bacon. Oh. Do you see that wrap? pizza commercial where they're saying we put three feet of bacon? Oh on this god. Pizza. Oh, around the crust. Yeah. yeah. Let's crack it up. I don't understand the whole bacon craze. No, I think it's ridiculous. Fucking internet again, too. It's fucking mm-hmm. stupid, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, but Bacon's I like. Fine, I like but, bacon. It's sure it's good, but you know, bacon and your cupcakes and in your bourbon and shit. It's I think it's all of that rebellious thing. It's It's like one being bad, you know, and then these uh, Mm. ladies, well, middle aged ladies will will eat it. I do the same thing, but I shoot meth. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm rebellious. You know what you need? Bacon (laughs) wrapped meth. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Tastes so good because it's crunchy. Yeah, bacon infused. (laughs) 
Well, we <laughs> gotta wrap this up, Fezzi. I'll tell you this. I feel like you made two new friends today. I feel so, I feel the same way. All right, give us the semifinal winners, and then who's gonna win the finals? Fez is done. He's he can do this at the drop of a hat. All right, tonight it is Joe Larson versus Anthony Devito. Anthony Devito advances, sure. and then they face the winner of our guest today, Doug Smith versus Ryan Beck. That's Doug Smith. Oh, oh that's yeah. only because Beck's not going to live long enough to make it to <laughs> yeah, that fucking show. I feel bad. I feel bad. <laughs> Winner by default. Yeah, but it I'll ha- take it. It happens at Caroline's tonight at 7 p.m. Caroline's Comedy Madness, the final four. Go to Caroline's.com for tickets. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm picking Joe Larson to upset. Upset the four. Everybody. Wow. Yeah, no. And then just lay it down. He's, oh, he's, okay. he's going to leave all of his material during the open night. He's so against the veto. Yeah, whoever wins between you guys, Carson's already going to like, I exhausted all my best shit. Yeah. Yeah. The real winner is the people, though. You that know what I mean? That is true, isn't it? <laughs> did Larson even put up a fight when DeVito was like, I got this in the bag, or did he, was he in agreement? There's no way DeVito he actually started said it. crying a little bit, like <laughs> yeah. a little bit. His voice cracked. And he said, I have kids. <laughs> Already made kids, so he's yeah. got you beat. Yeah. And then I he went care. on to join the Air Force in World War II. I just think <laughs> he looks like a flyer yeah, from does. the 1940s. He's got a very classic <laughs> yeah. uh, jawline. He's got right. a very yeah. harsh part. Yeah. Right? Like, if this was <laughs> 19... like the Rocketeer. Yeah. If this was like 1941, people would say... I'm going to put you in the movie, son. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had that perfect look. Yeah. On Twitter, it's at I am Ryan Beck and at Who Doug Smith. No question. All right. Thanks, guys. That's it. We're Thank done. you guys so much. It was a pleasure to talk to you guys. Same here, Thank man. You. Uh, that's the end of my show. I love to watch things on TV. On Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Comedy. Hits. Channel 99. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand.